Welcome to episode 46 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm joined by Drummerbot. Say Drasvitya. I don't think I can. Okay, we'll just (laughs) greet people verbally. Hello. That's fine. Okay. How are you, lovely gentlemen? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How are you, Matt? I'm very well. And Snipe? Uh, I've slipped to the seventh of hell, but thank you. Okay. I haven't really. I'm all right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) That's that's good, then. That's That's good. That's good. So, so drummer butt, what have you been up to? Um, I, as of my um, resol- not resolution, but sort of just thing of actually play, trying to play games this year. Um, I finished the first episode of The Long Dark, which we meant I mentioned I was playing last time. St- I still haven't. So, is um, it good? Yes, it's very good. It's very good. I still want to play. I think the ongoing whatever, just normal, but not story mode, is probably yeah. harder. I imagine, like I, I finally you finally meet this slight spoilers, but not really. At the end of the thing, you meet a, you see a bear, but it's only in a cutscene. So for basically the whole way through the first story, I didn't realize ga- bears were in the game until you said, "Have you met a bear yet?" And I was like, "No, why is there bears? What? <laughs> <laughs> no reason." Um, I finally saw one in a um, in a cutscene, but I think in the main game, in the in the not story bit, you get access to a lot more crafting stuff and like. Like you, I finally, towards the end of the first story, found a, re- a um, not a recipe, a um, blueprint or whatever it is to make like a rabbit trap oh, and things. Cool. But I feel like there's actually, and I haven't used any of the like workbenches or forges or anything like that. So I feel yeah. like in the actual not story game, there's probably more. It probably just drip feeds at you a bit in the story. So yeah, I'm no, I think, I think it's kind of like diet that, tutorial. But, yeah, but I was just like. I was, I don't know, it made more sense to do the story first. Yeah, I mean, when I first played it, I played just the random roaming part. I don't know if the story mode was out when I first it played wasn't. it. It wasn't. Yeah, and it was just like... It's like, you know when you first boot up Minecraft and you have no fucking idea what anything does <laughs> yeah. or yeah, 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 why? Yeah, 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 exactly. It, it was literally just of... being dumped naked in the middle of, like, fucking Canada. It was really strange. <laughs> and then you, you you encounter a forge and you're like, what the fuck is this for? And it goes, oh, you need things to forge. And you're like, oh, so that's in this game. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, it's a relatively a new game. There's got to be crafting in it. Like, Absolutely. It's... it's a survival crafting game. That's what you got to do. Yeah. But it is, I will give it, it is dramatically better than most generic survival crafting games. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, they get the atmosphere just, like, like perfect. Oh, yeah. I've, I've heard people being like, yeah, I, I'm, like, in the middle of Arizona, but every time I play this game, it makes me shiver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I was saying, I said last time, I get, like, sore, 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 I sore shoulders. I can't pronounce that, apparently. Because <laughs> it's so cold over there. Well, because, like, it makes you feel cold when you're playing it, even if it's, like... Well, it's actually pretty cold here, but not like that cold. It's just... It's not, it's not deathly cold. No, it's just a bit, ooh, no, no, a bit brisk. No. You know, I find it really weird that I think of the last three episodes, one of you has managed to talk at length about The Long Dark. <laughs> yeah. Despite it being a game from quite some time well, ago at this point. I think it's time to just drop the illusion that this is a gaming podcast, and this is just three <laughs> old people rambling incoherently, sometimes about video games, yeah. but mostly about D&D. 
I'm, I'm and gonna, occasionally 40k I'm going to try and talk about games and do games but I can't promise any of them will be from like the last couple like this current year that's fine or, oh, yeah. or even I mean, probably we can't guarantee year. that either so you know because <laughs> why buy games at full price if you can get them at 80% off like four years later <laughs> I ain't disagreeing with you man <laughs> Like, yeah, nah, you're not wrong. As someone who or you is... just wait for the, uh, the oh yeah, you know all the bits we hacked out so we could sell you them like separately as DLC. Oh yeah, we're, we're selling the complete version, or it's going to be like the definitive edition or something like Collector's that. Collector's edition, no. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, just wait for two years and buy that, and then have yeah. a complete fucking gaming experience. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could go on. <laughs> Carry on, drummer bum. Um, but uh, that does, as far as my talking about a new game or new to me game every podcast that doesn't count because i've done it before so i also sat down and spent a good few hours with papers please papers, oh yeah oh, that is a, That's a good one. similarly depressing game for, Painfully. Sli- for slightly different reasons from the long dark but oh my mm. lordy i'm not having fun playing either of these games <laughs> they're both <laughs> very good they're both very good but and i'm enjoying them but they're not fun Speaking of depressing games that you enjoy but are really depressing and horrible to play, have you played This War of Mine? I have not. I have I have it. God, it's um, fucking depressing. Was it you guys but, telling me about the board game version of it? No, it wasn't. Another friend of mine was telling me oh, they oh. Uh, made a board game of that. And actually, it's meant to be really good. Like, the atmosphere carries across really well to a board game somehow. Well, get depressed in a room with your friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, I do... That's on my list, but I think... For next time, I'm going to play a game that is Isn't a bit depressing. more uplifting, I think. I don't know what yet, but some, something that's a bit more cheery, I think. Mm, inside. <laughs> was it Littlest Nightmares? There's another one. Little Nightmares, I think it is. I can't remember, yeah. Limbo. Uh, all, I, did, all I, have, um, uplifting. I have it installed uh, Fallout 4. So that might be, although that will take more than a couple of hours to play through, I imagine. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. yeah. And papers. I will be intrigued, intrigued how you feel about Fallout 4, because you like Fallout 3 and New Vegas, don't you? Yes, New Vegas more so than 3. Oh, I think that's both, yeah, pretty both, normal. I, I, Whoa, I really... why would you say something so controversial, bro? <laughs> oh my goodness. But I did Oof. really enjoy them both. Yeah, because I like Fallout 4, but I don't particularly like the older Fallout games, so... I uh, I will be intrigued to hear the opinion of someone that does like them. Speaking of hearing, can you hear that angry procession of keyboard taps in the distance? <laughs> Web, you're wrong. How come you? Do- <laughs> New Vegas is great, though. In fairness, ah! it, it, it works out okay if I oh, if I aim my eye at Fallout Three because people generally just agree with me then. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Fallout Three. I had I, I, I played the con- I played the console version of it, which kind of made it less Was. of an issue. No, well, because it's, it's not an <laughs> FPS, really. It's a, like, Quite RPG. So it's not about aiming, sort of, if that makes sense. Well, that's good, because you can't fucking aim for worth of shit in that game. <laughs> well, exactly, but it doesn't matter. If it's on a console, that's no different to any other console shooter. <laughs> no, that's fair. So that's that fair. isn't an issue. <laughs> but anyway, would you like to talk about Papers, Please, at all? Um, yeah. After that tangent there. I, I played again. I played there's, there's an on, ongoing version and there's a story version. I played the story and I got maybe four different endings, which I won't go into in case people haven't played it. But at various times you can do. There's like twenty different endings, and I think I got like some of them are very similar. And I think I, I played it. I played it through. I got did like a 
couple, like I think I did three endings that I knew from playing it. I was like, okay, well that's presumably a thing I can do, and let's go with balls deep on that option, and then let's do the opposite. And then I play, and then I looked up just to see if there was any other interesting endings, and then did one more, and that took like about four or five hours. Yeah, so cool. it's like, yeah, like, and I think that's probably all I'll need to play of it. Like, I feel like playing the ongoing stuff isn't going to add anything to it. But that being said, the four or five hours of play I got out of it, well, it was very good. And it's such a simple game made by a single man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like it says, it says at the end, it says like, um, click to see credits, and you see credits. It just says made by, sound by, this by, and it's just one name. <laughs> so it's like, good I felt like I didn't need to, the the effort of saying click to see credits. There's more words in that than there was in all of the credits. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you don't know, um, for people at home, uh, Papers, Please is a little indie game where you have to check people's paperwork crossing the border. Glory into, to Arstotska. Yeah, to the fictional place of Arstok, Arstotska. I can't Arstotska. say that. Arstotska. Yes, that one. <laughs> um, yeah, checking the paperwork, it's like an old Eastern Bloc kind of country. Yeah. Made up Eastern Made up Bloc country. Yeah. Yeah. Set in a world where, where everyone... Check passports. Set in a world where everyone speaks like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to figure out what's going on in that game, honestly. Like a sped-up version of the adults from Charlie Brown, then. <laughs> Quite possibly. Which, I mean, if people could communicate better, it might solve all their problems. But you know. Well, that's true of the real world as well. <laughs> yeah. Wow, guys. Okay, what was that? Ten minutes? Come on. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to say than that, other than I definitely recommend playing it. Um but yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> but I say that and I say that not in a bad way at all. Um, it's not fun, but it's an experience. Yeah, that, but less pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Fucking no, sh- no holds, shots fired. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and beyond that, um, I did quite last week because we played D and D, which I'm sure we'll talk about last weekend. Yes. I, I mean, spent... I, I don't think anyone cares. But yeah, I, guess <laughs> I, we'll I spent about... a lot of last week, um, basically because well, well, we'll talk about it later. But I spent a lot of last week doing various prep bits and bobs for that. Yeah, and we're grateful. Um, so um, that's about me done, though. Um, so on to the more relevant people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who's next? Don't say that. We are here as a jump pad for you, sire. <laughs> I disagree with this all of that sentence apart from sire. <laughs> <laughs> I you are get, sending I get me used to that. mixed signals, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Now, everyone in the comments is going to be like, oh, yeah, we felt awkward saying, but yeah, who the fuck is sniping Wib? We're here for that drama, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wib, what have you been up to? I have not been up to very much, honestly. Um, I'm noticing a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> in fairness, it's been, it's been because we've been sorting stuff out for the house, and yeah. Also, there's a video that, in theory, should be out before this podcast goes live. We don't know for mm, okay. sure. Depending on if we get the rest of that recorded later today, so that's taken up some time. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to go into it in case it's not out. <laughs> Um, so, so there's obviously that that's been taking up time. Uh, I did play a bit of a game called Delver. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, which is a roguelike 
dungeon crawler. Well, yeah, uh, dungeon crawler thing that looks like Minecraft, but the enemies and NPCs you encounter are like two point five D style, so not like they were in really old FPSs. Mm-hmm. And and you roam through various dungeons, acquiring better weapons, loot, like leveling up your character. And finding out more about these somewhat Lovecraftian horrors down there, uh, occasionally getting murdered by beholders. Oh, it happens. Um, and it's uh, I, I played a bit of it on sort of my own time, and then I did like a stream of it, um, probably like a week ago, and found out that I inadvertently streamed it on the day it came out of early access. Oh, so it that's really good. confused me as. Lots of little things changed. <laughs> Did it just? It was just gaslighting you. <laughs> yeah, like I live on it. So I like booted up the game before the stream, and I don't think it had updated to the full blown version when that had happened. When I tested it, so I, I did a I did a quick run of a level just to see what happened, and then and then sort of went okay, this is fine. And then by the time I came to actually do the stream. It updated, so when I died, I went to what was presumably the new start, which made me think that the game had gone really fucking weird. <laughs> I, I like the idea of just like, watch Wib be a total old man about video games. Like, I'm yeah. sure it wasn't spawning me here. <laughs> it really was. I, I, I was sitting there going, like, why is nothing doing what it's supposed to? What's happening? <laughs> you were DSPing it so hard. <laughs> a little bit. But no, no, actually no, because things had changed. Yes. There was actually a problem. And it's it's a funny game because I quite like it. There is something quite fun about its sort of central loop of, yeah, just roaming around, getting, you know, farming better weapons from, from enemies, finding the exit. Like, that's... It's all quite engaging. But the the problem is, is that whilst I was streaming, I had two good runs that both ended with me getting stuck in a hole. <laughs> that just sounds like my everyday life. The first one was my own fault. There was a little recess that looked like it might lead to a secret area, like it was so suspicious looking. <laughs> okay. So I dropped down into it and then was just stuck and got murdered by an enemy that was on an area above me. Oh. Um, which was which was annoying, but fine. Like, the area was... Like, Looking at it, if you're not going, oh, that might be a secret, you go, there's no way out there. Like, that was my own fault. I'll take <laughs> on the chin. The second one, I dropped down into an area only to find out that there was no way out of that area. Even though, like, examples of this type of area that I'd encountered previously had ladders out of them. And there was lots of the area I physically couldn't see from the place that I dropped down. So, there was no way of knowing I couldn't get out of there. More interestingly, you can't return to the menu, or more accurately, you can't re- you can't just restart your run, at least as far as I know, unless there's a, a hidden bind for it, because I couldn't find out the controls menu. So, I was stuck in there, and if I had have killed all the enemies beforehand, and didn't have any fire spells that could cause self-damage, it would be quite possible that I would just be stuck there, and then I wouldn't know how to get out. I'd just right. be stuck there forever. That's my <laughs> biggest problem with those kind of, like, procedurally generated kind of maps. Yeah. Is that the, the art of good level design just seems to have just fucking gone out the window, because everyone's like, oh, well, just make a fucking algorithm, doesn't matter, who gives a fuck. Yeah. So I don't mind it, per se, it's just... 
come on, can we have a nice balance here? Well, I, I think the problem there is that there's there's kind of the two facets to it. You've got something like, say, Strafe, that is built around a genre that necessitates good level design to feel good. And, so and it it's, doesn't have good level design. And so its procedural level design is a real damaging factor to it. And then there's something like The Binding of Isaac that's just made of connected rooms. Oh no, but that's fine. And then so they can individually design each room well so that the... Yeah, and then they, they just come in a random order. Yeah, yeah. and so that's, that's kind of fine. This sort of is sort of neither of those problems, really. It's um, it's just that they have it set up so it is possible to assemble these things in a way that means it's impossible to get out of, which is not ideal. And I've heard from a couple, a couple of people who played the Early Access version have mentioned to me that they don't remember encountering any of those in the Early Access version, and neither did I. <laughs> so I don't know if they tweaked some stuff when they got to their final version. Oh, bug, it's a feature! <laughs> So yeah, that was that was a bit weird. The it's kids a... today are like getting stuck in hopeless areas where I they mean, can't leave. I mean, I hope they. Uh, well, they don't like it. That's just the economy they were born into. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a pity because I do really like the game. There is something really good about it, but just those little problems really soured me on it because mm. I'm like, I want to like this, but it's. Uh... I guess, to be honest, like by now they might have patched it and fixed some of these things. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but apart from Delver, um, I haven't really done much on the video game front apart from continue to waste my life on Factorio. Ugh. Yeah, that's fair. It cannot um, come I... on sale on Steam quick enough. I've been sat waiting <laughs> for such a long time. I've been building a world that has lots of trains. Nice. You guys are so painfully fucking English. <laughs> but I have been watching a few things. Um, I caught up with... All that, all that anime titty. Uh, no, it wasn't anime titty. Um, although I did see Cartoon Penis. Oh, oh. good, good. Uh, I caught up... Well, I've got a few episodes left, but I've been catching up with the Venge Brothers. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, good, made, I think... I think we mentioned it, maybe the last podcast. We mentioned it one, before. one of the last times we spoke, but I can't remember if that was the podcast or if that was something <laughs> else. Maybe not. Yeah, It might have been, I can't remember. It was our anyway. private conversations. <laughs> um, but, so I caught up with that, because I hadn't watched any since uh, the end of ep- uh, season four. Okay, I think I got one more season beyond you, but then there's yeah. two more seasons after that that I haven't seen, or something. Uh, six seasons in total oh, right six. now, and they're okay. currently making a seventh, if I remember okay. correctly. Right. Okay, right, okay. Uh, so I watched the entirety of the fifth season, um, but seeing the versions of it that were uncensored was kind of weird. <laughs> suddenly hearing them effing and jeffing all over the place. Oh my. And not hearing the bleep. Oh my goodness. Which sort of took a moment to get used to. And also there's a part where uh, Dr. Venture gets naked and I'm like, well, that's just his penis. Oh. Well. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, plus points for, you know, putting that in there. That was that was the thing that I've seen. <laughs> Drama that fuck off. <laughs> You know damn well what I meant. <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> that would have gone completely over my head if you hadn't said anything. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I, I watched uh, season five and I'm most of the way through season six now. There's not that Excellent. many episodes in season six. So, what do you think? Um, because I, from what I remember, and it's been a while, the latest episodes that I watched were just a bit meh. I don't know. I can't remember. I, that's, there was a reason I stopped watching. And it wasn't because I didn't like it, I just, it got a bit 
less good, less good, less interesting. I can't remember. I think the show has definitely changed. Um, I kind of like some of the the ways that it started going around about about season four ish. It started going a bit more narrative. Yeah. Um, trying to tell a bit more of an overarching story. Um, and it was it was doing that like every in everything past. I think season actually season three is probably where that started, but. Yeah, I still can't, I still quite like it, um, but it does de- it does definitely change. I do really appreciate how it's a cartoon that by the sixth season, like nearly nearly every main character, with the with the exception of Doctor Venture and the Monarch, looks in even in some subtle way different to how they started the series. Mm, okay. Like they've changed somehow physically, just over the time period, and they're just cons- consistently drawn differently. Even if, in the case of Brock, it's just because he's always got um, black marks under his eyes now, and a metal plate in his chest plate. Yeah, he's got a metal plate in his chest. Like. <laughs> uh, but even something as subtle as that, but some of them have had quite major overhauls. I just find that very interesting as a uh, as like a series to go and do that. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Uh, also watched the um, the last two episodes of um, Discovery, um, which were quite good, honestly. Yeah. Um, pretty decent. I, th- I, I think we, it's in your contract that you can say one bad thing per episode. It doesn't say anywhere about you saying good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, just um. a reminder. Um, they, I, I think they getting. All of the bullshit of the mirror universe out, like the the basic concept of that, out of the way. They were then able to tell an actual story, and finally, after what thirteen episodes, however many it was, put in a twist that I didn't see coming several episodes prior. Although they, in doing so, created some odd continuity things um, to do with the mirror universe that I'm. That, the fact that it, it was at least surprising made me kind of forgive that one continuity gaff. Okay, so yeah, so it, it it does a Star Trek then. It gets better as it goes through. So presumably the next season will be. Does it set things up? Does this next season look like it's going to be interesting? Well, there's one more episode left. Oh, okay. Oh, um, okay. You, okay, right. Sorry, I meant I meant the when I said the last two, I meant the the last two that have come out. But, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. It, okay. it was a poor choice of words on my my part. But yeah, there's one last episode left. I thought there was 18 episodes in the season, but no, there's 15 apparently. Um, and they stand at a point where they can potentially... They're not going to rescue all of the continuity issues and all that, but they've kind of set up some time travel malarkey. So it's possible they can worm their way out of some of the continuity issues they've raised over the course of the season. And, like, it has got better, and, like, on reflection, looking back at the series as a whole, there has been a handful of decent episodes. So, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to stop thinking about it as the new Star Trek, and trying to think about it as the new Star Trek Season 1. Mm. Because thinking, thinking about it, like, especially Next Generation, which is probably the closest thing to compare it to, considering that was the Star Trek that came back after a significant gap. That had, like, the first two seasons being really fucking shaky. So, 
I mean, I guess, I guess it, who knows? Maybe Discovery can be saved. I'm not putting any money on it, but it's at least going out so far, seemingly on a high note. Ah, that's good. Um, but yeah, apart from that, the only other thing to mention is I'm about halfway through uh, Ready Player One. Ah, uh, okay. Do you want to? <laughs> yes, I um... know. Huh? Oh no, it's just just. He's he's kind of been periodically telling me about things or giving okay. me certain things. But yeah. Like, okay. okay. Um, I don't want to hear it. Do you want to talk about it now, or do you want to wait till you finished it? I'll, I'll just mention a. I'll just mention a couple of things. Um, okay. Your I my guess is that you're too cynical to enjoy it for what it is. Fucking shade. <laughs> I just don't. You see, okay, now my I'm guess gonna... is that you're too much of a stupid bitch to get it. No, 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 no. So you have not to have a very IQ to understand Ready Player One. Not at all. Those jokes require an in-depth knowledge of metaphysics. It's like <laughs> it's like tra- like a trashy, you know, easy to read book all over. I don't think it tries to be anything else. Yeah, yeah. Um... Are, you, are you giving my husband porn to read? <laughs> uh, to, I think it was described when I mentioned it last time as being uh, Twilight for boys. I think you mentioned it. And I do really see that comparison. Um, the, it is the guy's first book, so I'll forgive some of the just being badly written at times things, because he's written at least one more book than I have, so, you know, fair <laughs> enough. Well, I know he's written at least two. Um, he's written at least two more books than you have. This guy's <laughs> getting better than you all the time. <laughs> but the, I, I will say, the, the constant referencing... There are certain points where it crosses the line where I'm like, I, this has become ludicrous. This is like watching fucking Family Guy on level of just non-sequitur references. Like, it's absurd. But the, the central conceit of it, the whole treasure hunt idea, does make it engaging enough that I haven't given up. Okay. Because there are some elements of the, of the, of the writing that I really, really don't like. But the central idea is okay enough that yeah, it does does kind of it does kind of get me through it. But also uh, referring to the main uh, the main villains as the Sucksaws with a zero in it, <laughs> and this was written in like well, it was released in like two thousand and eleven. So it was when that was already it, like doing leet speak was already incredibly lame in the real world. It's like wow, man, you wrote that. You wrote that, that with honestly, that's moderately endearing. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't remember if the word "leet" is used in it. Uh, there is more "leet" speak in it, uh, but not, not not that much. In fairness, it's, it's, it's quite uh, quite uncommon. I I really want to write a book where there'll be one character who literally just in like in text writes like speaks in "leet" speak. So like every "e" is a three. I I, I would never ever get published. But that <laughs> that's okay because I think that's funny. <laughs> Crowdfunding. Just going to say crowdfunding. Yeah, no. Everyone, I'm a set of crowdfund. I'm not going to do that. You're going to uh, do, what is it, Unbound? The, the place that you can get self-published books like made if enough people put money in? Yeah, whatever. I'll try that. I'll write, like, <laughs> I'll write like a short story book of just like some guy called, I don't know, fucking... Just called fucking. What's his name? Just... Fucking. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I'm not going to have a character called Fucking. <laughs> He's a, that's because he's a fucking protagonist <laughs> I did read a book once where <laughs> oh god draw butt, don't die I did read a book once where I can't remember what it was about it was about um, this guy who had like a, a disfigured brother 
and none of the characters had names. Apart from there were like the two antagonists, which were just the Garners, and like their sister, who one of them was having a physical relationship, was just referred to as Girl Garner. Because she didn't deserve a fucking name. Oh, what was that? I can't I... remember, but it was fucking awful. It was one of the worst books I've ever fucking read. My mom was like, you should read this because it's really like dark and gritty and I think you'll like it. And I'm like, who the fuck do you think is currently in your house? Because <laughs> it's not me. But yeah, it was just fucking gross. And it was like, it was like, oh yeah. So it graphically described like a, like a sex stain on a bed for like a paragraph. Oh, good. And I'm like... Okay, I know what I know what you're doing. I don't know why. It didn't really have anything to do with the story at large. See, say what you like about Tolkien and his and his <laughs> oh way. Of... Oh, that was it. It was fucking the Cimmerillion. That was what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and no one could argue that because no one's read it all the way through. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I know you have with one person who's writing to us. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, we we were like everyone but you. So just like, anyway, out. the joke I was going to make <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was that you might have a go. Uh, some people might, you know, question Tolkien for his his uh, ability to describe some flowers at the side of the road for like two paragraphs when he should have been talking about the actual story. But at least he wasn't describing semen stains on a bed. Yeah, no. Yeah. God fucking damn it! I hate that book so much. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of it. And it makes me angry. But anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, I am reading it, and it is... You're enjoying uh, it. Um, this, this is Ready Player One, yeah. I, I am I am reading it, and I am I am glad that I am reading it, and because it's, in it, it's very different to other things that I, I have read. But um, but it's, it is a far from perfect book, and I am more perplexed now than before that it's getting a movie. Oh, the movie's going to be great. I'm pretty I'm, sure I I'm, have my own movie. I'm not so sure that's going to be the case, Matthew. I have, I have weird hope because it's like, yeah, like when I first saw the trailer, I hadn't read the book, and I was like, wow, that just looks like terrible CGI fest. But then it's supposed to be a terrible CGI fest. So in my head, that makes it okay. So mm. yeah, depending on how many licenses to things they can get, because obviously mm. you don't need. I think have we had this conversation? Um, I have. Day, I, I, think I have so, deja vu. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still looking forward to. It. I can't remember when it's out, but pretty soon, I think. That's cool. Yeah, relatively soon. Who wants to see that Deadpool? Yes. I saw the trailer for Meet Cable today because Cable's <laughs> one of my favourite fucking X-Men. <laughs> the, one, oh, the, the one where they haven't finished the CGI in the trailer. Yeah. And dead <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen no. it? No. Oh, you need to uh, see it. It's quite fun. It's an excellent trailer. It's coming out on like the same day or pretty much the same day as the new um, Avengers film. Which is oh, shit, interesting. That's bold. That's yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they're both coming out like May the f- like early May sometime. I'm sure it's the same. Ma- day. It's it's um, isn't it like it's March 18th? Is it? Yeah. Oh, it said May the, like May the fourth in the trailer that I saw. Maybe it's, it's May the fourth. Mm, that sounds pretty Star Wars. Yeah, I know, but. I, I just right. know that there was an M, and maybe okay. Yeah, I'm maybe just, just going to say arguing arguing about a date that neither of yeah. you are sure of is. is Probably not a good use of podcast time. But, and yet here we are. <laughs> Speaking, actually, you, know, you mentioned May, May, May 18th. I f- okay, we were so close. You said like the fourth, and I said the 18th of March. So together we were correct. I think it's uh, it's okay. much more productive to look at it as you were both wrong. <laughs> but speaking of May the 4th I don't need that level of negativity uh, Did um, people see the Solo trailer? 
No, I've seen screenshots, but I haven't actually... And I think I've seen people react to the trailer, but not actually the trailer I have itself. never seen a trailer that could have more been saved by some music from Limp Biscuit. Okay. What? I can't say that I watched it and had those exact feelings. I think maybe I just had, like, um, that fucking... What is it? I can't remember what song particularly I had stuck in my head from Limp Biscuit, but I had one and I was just kind of like... Just the back of my brain spinning it over, and I'm like, mm, that'd probably work, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I, um, I I will say, haven't seen much of... I can't remember the name of the actor who's playing Han Solo. You don't see a huge amount of him being Han Solo, so I can't really speak for how he's looking as the character. Um, I can say that... Um, oh, it's, uh, it's Donald Glover that's playing oh, yeah. Lando. Yeah. Donald Glover should be everyone's hero. <laughs> Don <laughs> Glover is my, is my man. <laughs> yes, Don Glover. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah, Don Glover. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now I can't hear that. It's okay. He joked about it in an interview once. Yeah. Okay. Um, he said he was like twenty-four. Of course he did because he's a perfect human. Yeah, no, this is true. Um, but yeah, he looks suave as fuck as Lando. Oh, yeah. yeah. Such a also, boss. really interestingly, the Millennium Falcon looks quite different. Yeah, it shows like. Early versions of yeah, it. Yeah, the frontage of it looks very, very different. That's actually a very nice touch because so many other like prequels or whatever would just go, "Oh no, it's exactly the same." Well, I mean, in fairness, in I'm pretty sure in old like Star Wars expanded universe, outwardly the Millennium Falcon just looked like every other. Um, I think it's a Corellian YT. Um, something. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. But whatever, the, the actual model of ship, and it just looks like those. Like the front of it is that's just the standard front of them, whereas it looks like they're trying to establish that's not the case. Like that's actually like a, a mod of the version we see in in the other movies is like a modified front. So, um, I mean, I can't. I wish I could say I was hopeful about Solo, but the, the stuff that's going off in the background of it sort of makes me think that they constantly changing directors. And yeah, that. when directors change towards the end of production, that's very rarely a good sign for a. A film. I mean, I hope it's good because I like yeah. it when the Star Wars. Isn't it is like good. the vague point of it is it's like sort of a heist film, but in the Star Wars universe, something like that. I've, that makes it sound amazing. Yeah, I've heard. Like, <laughs> I, I heard that the original version that was being filmed was much more comedic. Because wasn't it? Um, okay. Wasn't it the people that did the Lego movie that were doing it originally? Oh really? Maybe I'm wrong about that. I just remember it was a pair of people, and it was a pair that did. Lego maybe I, I may be hideously wrong about that I'm just misremembering something but anyway it was going to be more comedic and yeah that was not what Disney were happy with <laughs> um, and so they brought okay. they brought some other people on board to finish it off so the mouse put his tiny foot down <laughs> his very tiny foot although saying that you see Mickey Mouse next to a human and his feet are usually actually larger mm. yeah mm. I I refuse to be involved in trying to appeal to foot fetishists <laughs> On the podcast, and what you're doing is sick, because that's not true to what we want to talk about. That's fair, that's fair. Oh, um, okay. one one brief thing, uh, mentioning the Lego movie, whether or not it was relevant or not. Uh, I did actually watch the Lego movie and Lego Batman this week. Ah, oh, yeah, what do you think? I really liked them. They're good fun, aren't they? <laughs> managed to be something that is literally just a big cynical advert, but managed to not feel that cynical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. It's very knowing. Yeah, sort of. and... Every now and again, there's just a joke that just gets me just right. <laughs> like, if you've seen the movie, 
there's a bit where the top of a tower like comes off and it's supposed to be this like epic thing, but then they do it with like just a single block and it just kind of just pulls off like on a bit of string and just goes away. But it's like this giant spaceship is what it actually is. That is like a city sized thing, but it's just done so comedically. Also going through it and going, wait a minute, who's that? Oh, oh, that, that's Bojack Horseman. Oh, that's that's Charlie Kelly from Always Sunny. I'm like, okay. It's just lots of actors that I recognise from other places. Yeah. But no, I really like And yeah, Lego Batman's good too. Although the amount of of minor Apple product placement in it did slightly drive me up the wall. Oh, the Apple really? product placement bugged Yeah, um, everyone... Um... In the Lego movie. No, all the other stuff doesn't bother me. Even though it has like... Every, it has like Daleks and Voldemort and things like that in it mm. as well, but mm. it's the only br- only Batman has an iPhone. Everyone else has a brick phone because it says it on the back. He's got an iPhone, and they constantly use the like um, Siri opening noise whenever he talks to his computer. Oh, okay. Don't try and, and retroactively so that- change it so that Batman's supercomputer is fucking Siri. So because that- I asked her like. What like twelve p like twelve forty five p.m. plus one hour and a half would be, and she said, "I'm sorry, I can't convert that to pounds sterling." <laughs> so fuck off. Is she a part of Batman's supercomputer? Yeah, no, Siri is terrible. <sighs> but that's a whole yeah. separate. Yeah. Issue. But yeah, that that's it. Just I don't know. That just took me out of it a little bit. And I know I'm looking at Lego Men, but it just it just sort of. I don't know. That was that was the line. That was where the line was crossed. I felt in that movie. It's a it's a small thing. It didn't stop my enjoyment of the movie as a whole, but like it's just something to mention. Although um, I did find it funny that the Daleks aren't mentioned by name despite being in it. Yeah, there's a few. I think there's a couple of bits like that, right? Um, I think the reason is, um, and I may be wrong here, but because I think the actual look of the Daleks, their physical thing is uh, like appearance is owned by the BBC, but the name is owned by. Well, I don't know if he's still alive, but it'll be by whoever owns the estate of Terry Nation, who was the creator of them. So yeah. I suspect that might be the reason, so that they could use the likeness of them, but they couldn't say their name. Because back in old... Uh, I know I don't know if it's present in New Doctor Who, but in old Doctor Who, the writers owned the rights to things they created. Which is why in New Doctor Who you'll occasionally see them recreate certain creatures very similar to old monsters or alien races but subtly different, so they don't have to then pay the old people. Uh, an example would be the Ood are sort of a recreation of the Sensorites from the William Hartnell era. Oh. So there. Well, we've been schooled. <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah, no, I I, I wholeheartedly endorse your product and or statement. <laughs> um. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, I, I like both the movies anyway. Uh, yeah, they are good. I like um, Back to the Voice Actors in There's quite a few voice actors in it who have acted. I can, and off the top of my head, I can't think. I think um, this is um guy who plays Voldemort in Harry Potter. He's, yeah, that's the one. He's, I think he's in it, but he's voicing... But he's voicing someone else, not Voldemort. He voices Alfred. There's like yeah, there's a couple of things where it's like, you've actually got the person who plays the person that you're showing in the film, but they're playing a different person. I don't know. I kind of like Voldemort <laughs> sounding like a knockoff Bella Lugosi. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were fun. But um, that's that's me sort of done. So I shall now pass over to the snipe. What have you been up to, my dear? My sweet... Well, Night of my life. I just put a spider on the radiator. It's it's <laughs> off. He was climbing up the desk, so I just picked him up and I put him on the radiator, which is cold. But now I think he's buggered off and he's hiding in my hoodie. 
So yeah. Okay. I put a spider cool. in my hoodie today. <laughs> Good. Indirectly. Good. <laughs> Good. That's what you've done for the last two weeks. <laughs> the last two weeks. You, the only thing you did was something you I did I had to whilst... build a rapport with that spider. Is that what you've been doing for the last two weeks? I had to build weeks? trust. You're earning trust. You're going up to it, like stroking it gently on its flank. Feeding it grass and fucking, I don't know. <laughs> You're hoping geez. in a few more weeks you'll be able to ride it. <laughs> I've made a little saddle and everything. <laughs> I don't know, he seems to be quite well disposed to me now, seeing as, like, apparently he, well, he likes wearing my jacket, it seems. I don't know, I'm seeing as you, you now as one of those, like, goblin spider riders from Warhammer Fantasy. <laughs> okay, you know, that's pretty rare. Yeah. That's fine. He was only a tiny spider, so, you know, my, my hoodie looks ridiculous on him. <laughs> it does not suit him at all. It does not suit him at all. I mean, with his colouring, he, he should probably, like, try maybe a slightly brighter colour. Otherwise, it kind yeah. of muddies him up. Uh, so, what have you been up to? Um, I've just to, fucking told you to move on from that with great haste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great haste. Okay, I've I've been playing some Tom Land's Ghost Clancy Recon. Okay, would you like to um, <laughs> untangle that sentence into a way that is understandable by a normal human? <laughs> no, I want to listen to drama that die. <laughs> So we're playing Ghost Recon Wildlands then. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Tom Land's Ghost Clancy Recon Lands, yeah. That's what I've been playing. I've been playing a lot of of, of Tim Clancy Ghost Boys. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> what? No, no, I literally can never get this shit right. Is it, hang on, what is it? It's Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. It's fucking stupid how many how many words are in that. Yeah, it doesn't need that many yeah. words. I've been playing that. I've been playing that predominantly with, with a mate of mine. And that's been a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fun, but I hate Ubisoft. So, because they've, they've got loot boxes in it. Oh, good. And they've also put loot boxes in Rainbow Six Siege. Didn't which they? Is like, if people try not to give them money. Because they're just going to keep doing this. Didn't they put the loot boxes in after the big loot box controversy yes. of everyone getting pissed off about oh, yeah. it? Because Ubisoft is so fucking stupid. Well, they are very aware that they're trying to be awful. I think they're just like, they just want to be like EA so they're, hard. I don't know. They're so jealous of EA. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> that the act of putting loot boxes in your game after people have got super pissed off with loot boxes is less of an EA move and more of a Konami move. Mm. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, Metal Gear Survive. Ha <laughs> ha. That's got fucking microtransactions and has to be always online. Apparently yeah. it fucking sucks because, whoa, I'm shocked. But yeah, anyway. Tim Lands. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about Tim Clancy. Okay. And the, and the, and the, and the Lost Boys. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I got the, because um, it was on sale, I got like the complete edition, which still isn't the complete version. Because video games nowadays. What? I got like a few extra things and they gave me a free loot crate and it's like... <laughs> You can fuck off if you think I'm getting any more. Because you can get like things like gold cars. Because apparently we're all ten years old and like things <laughs> that are shiny. And yeah, it's it's an open world kind of like game where you play as the ghosts and you go around the, the Clancy Wildlands and destabilize a bunch of card like cartels and there's like the military, like Unidad they're referred to as. They're kind of dicks and they kind of work with the cartels and you gotta go and blow shit up and Climb towers and collect fit. No. That sounds more like something like Just Cause than a Ghost Recon. It game. is, yeah. It's 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 a lot more kind of. That's exactly it. But yeah, you don't have to blow things up. It's not as crazy as a Just Cause game. 
But yeah, you, you so, have to go to certain places on the map, and it'll, you'll get certain story. Like every, there's, there's fucking huge. This, the map is crazy large, and every person like there's there's a person controlling each like region, and they're all of varying difficulties. And and you go into a region, and you have to find intel, and then you get an info on who currently is controlling that region, and and then you can go and destabilize them, or just you kill them, or you kidnap them, or you extradite them, like depending on what's going on. So it's actually there's a lot of variety there. I do like it; it's quite fun. And and glitch wise, it's actually very reasonable. There's not that many glitches <laughs> in there. There's one thing that is not really a glitch, whereas it's just something that really lowers your quality of life. Where you can shoulder swap because it's a third person game. You can shoulder swap, but sometimes you'll be running along or you'll be taking cover, and it'll just swap to your left side, and it won't change. So it massively disorientates you. Yeah. And you yeah. have to sit there and fucking swap back and forth. But yeah, no, I, I find that a lot of fun. Like, like I usually like... I, I like the the hijacking. You can basically hijack resources or go and steal helicopters. Because, of course, you have stats you can build up. You, you need skill points and... And you can go and unlock weapons, and you can, like, you'll be riding down the road, and there'll be somebody who passes that you can just interrogate. So you go and shout at them for a bit, and they're like, okay, here's all the uh, the rebel ops in the area. Please don't kill me. And then you hit them in the head and leave them in the middle of the road. So you haven't directly killed them, but someone's going to run them over. <laughs> and all that. So. <laughs> See, you didn't kill them, but you did arrange a situation in which their death was pretty much inevitable. Yeah, it's probably fine. It's I not was... murder, but you are going to hell. Eh, it's fine. They're all bad. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I'm not massively interested in the story, although the story seems fine. It's all kind of like, like... There's a couple of people in one of the first areas that are like these madly in love fucking weirdos that love torturing people. And like you sneak up into like this torture room they're in, and they're like, Oh, oh my darling, I, I have to confess, when I was breaking that man's arm right, right there... I kind of felt sorry for him. It's like, oh, that's okay, it'll pass. And it's just like really, they're just fucking really gross people. And it's like, yeah, okay, that's probably fine. And like, it, it does deal with a lot of dark kind of topics. But again, I'm just there to shoot people. <laughs> so, but no, I've, I've been enjoying that. But I would say, if you are going to play it, don't please try not to buy any loot boxes. Because that's the worst. Also, there's the most important part of the game I missed out. Yeah. The Predator missions. Ah, yes. You literally... There's a region where there's just an active predator. What? Yeah, there's a yacht you're fucking running around in the fucking woods. It's amazing! (laughs) (laughs) It's not as amazing as I'd like, but it's still pretty good. This guy is made of fucking ceramite. He's impossible. I still haven't beat the fucker. I've, I've done, like... What you do is you follow... A, like a downed chopper and you, you there's a woman there and she's covered in blood and she's like oh the jungle came alive and took and I'm like uh huh yeah alright <laughs> fine and like when you're driving around the region you can just hear the predators like just roaring and it's like, like when I was playing with my mate we nicknamed him Jerry <laughs> Jerry the predator <laughs> and like we'd be we'd be taking down like an encampment for, for intel or something and we'd hear him roar it's like okay Jerry we'll get to you in a minute he's a fucking needy boy is Jerry <laughs> But yeah, fucking like one shot from his like shoulder-mounted cannon will down you. And if you're just playing with a mate, like me just playing with one guy, it's like God, that's that's tricky because you've got to keep getting each other up. And he likes popping up the moment you start raising a friend uh. and just blowing you away. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I'll, I'll fuck him up one of these days. Yeah. I do have like two dot sites. I've got a dot site on my 
my main assault rifle on my sidearm that is the th- the Predator three dot laser sight. Nice, which is so <laughs> fun. You can get like Predator tattoos, and you can get Dush's cigar and and Blaze. Well, so it's actually so you're saying like Predator? It's actually it's actually a Predator, like licensed like, and everything. Yeah. Well, I just assumed you were saying, oh, it's Predator because it basically no, no, is. no. It literally it just is a Predator. Is. And like, because oh, it's, cool. it's really cool. Because like, you want. But why is it there? I don't know. Like, there's no I movie. Mean, cool, but like, there's nothing coming. I'm, the only possible thing I can think of was that it was to celebrate. Was it the 30th anniversary? Yeah, because we went and saw the movie. Yeah, because it got re-released like for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. No, um, it, was, it was one day. I'm oh, one sure. day. Yeah. It's my it was... spider boy. He's back. Don't talk about the spider. What? No one at home cares about the spider. <laughs> okay, everyone, this is a really cute little spider. He's like super tiny. He's having a good day. Does he have a name? I'm going to call him Greg. Hey, Greg. Everyone loves Greg. I love Greg. Have a good one, Greg. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh. I, I scared him. He fucking bolted. I gave him a thumbs up and he just fucking tore ass out of here. <laughs> anyway, Maybe so that's would offensive you, in spider culture. Would you recommend... American Foreign Policy I would the game. recommend Greg. I like the name American Foreign Policy the Game. <laughs> you have no idea how accurate that is. <laughs> would you recommend it with microtransactions and all? I would uh, I, I would recommend it. Make sure that you get it cheap though. Like like go and get it off a discount site or something. But no, it's it is a lot of fun to play with mates. It's just and it's a lot of fun to play on your own, so yeah, I can recommend. Okay. It's good. And the Predator is just in there being a fucking shabby boy. <laughs> yeah. So that's good, yeah. Uh, what else have I been up to? Honestly, not much. I played a bit of Hob. 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 So I can't thumbs up a spider, but we can all sit here for ten minutes saying Hob. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. I fucking hate these rules. I don't know, I don't know where I am. Well, the, the simple guide is that us going Hob... Is something that is entirely a, going going hob hob is entirely a uh, an audio affair, whereas you thumbs upping a spider necessitates video. I told people what I was doing. And this is a podcast. Yeah, yeah, and you, you anyway. can keep flipping me off all you want, but no one at home can see it. I'm not. I'm thumbs upping my spider with your middle finger at me. <laughs> Maybe he's behind. Talk you. Talk about fucking hob. I don't, okay, I did not fuck a hob. That's weird. And potentially incredibly dangerous. Very dangerous. Mm. Yeah, I would not recommend. <laughs> you speak... five, five out of seven. <laughs> so, it, so you would recommend it. Perfect score. <sighs> Been playing a bit of... Hob. Hob. <laughs> okay. An exploration game, I believe. <laughs> it's like an exploration kind of game. It, it's very colourful, very fun. Um... I, I'm very frustrated with a lot of the puzzles and a lot of it is just kind of guess where you're supposed to go mm. and guess what I'm thinking which is a massive problem with the game but the thing is the art style is so beautiful it pushes you through that which is a bit of a problem because then I just get really mad but I'm looking at pretty <laughs> things while I'm mad so. you're just slowly getting mad while playing it like you like it but you're it's making you mad Yeah, yeah <laughs> so I'm not sure if I'd recommend that I mean, but the pretty, uh, the the pretty visuals do draw you in. So watch out for its siren call because it will fuck you. <laughs> I think someone that's more familiar with like Metroidvania style games um, might enjoy might might enjoy Hob. 
um, a bit more. Why, why is it called Hob? I'm sorry, what was that? Why is it called Hob? We uh, don't what, 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 know. What's that? No, we're talking about Hob. I said Hob the first time. Yeah, it wasn't Hobby enough. Hob. There you go. I can't not do it without a bit of French getting in there, though. <laughs> hob. <laughs> Okay, I think you just got to move on because this, this is just not going anywhere. We're just going to get hung up on saying hob. I would never get hung up on saying hob. What the hob. fuck is wrong with us today? Oh my god. Uh, I, I, I've been watching an anime called Kakagurui. That's the Netflix one, isn't it's it? It's the Netflix one, which I had no idea what it was about. I thought it was some, some kind of like demonic possession anime. I was wrong. So it's a gambling anime at a high school because every fucking anime what? takes place in a high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like ninety-seven percent of Japan is high school. Apparently, yeah. If, if you want to believe anime, then that is absolutely true. <laughs> so, of course, it starts with this guy talking about how this is a very prestigious academy, and you know, like a lot of people go here, and like a lot of very rich and influential people's children attend this. Uh, this particular academy, and they're all obsessed with gambling. Like I have not seen one thing I think where there's a lesson. I don't think I've seen a single teacher. It's just them gambling all day. From what I understand uh, from many anime, um, schools are just literally big clubhouses which just enforce a fierce hierarchy. Yeah, and, like you don't ever have to study or anything. You just show up and then go and piss about in your club room. Or and all of the uh, the student council look about thirty five. Because they basically are. I, maybe they've been held back a lot. Maybe. Maybe they just like being student council president so much that they just... <laughs> no one's no one told them to leave. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. <laughs> and it's like they have like a weird hierarchy in this where if you owe a lot of debt and can't pay it back, you're referred to as a house pet. So the main character's a house pet. And all, all the boys are called Fido and all the girls are called Mittens and they're cats. Okay. It's fucking weird. Okay. Does it get sexy? Uh, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> okay. Right. So, of course, there's a new transfer student, and she's all sweet and cute and everything. And like the guy's kind of worried about her because oh no, someone's going to challenge her to gambling, and she's going to be like, "Yes, I'll gamble. That's fun." And so they gamble, and it's basically Yu-Gi-Oh, because she look. It looks like she's losing, and then she just is like, "Aha, you're cheating!" And then just fucking wipes the floor with this person, and therefore like is owed a massive amount of money. And the girl who was like usually was before quite a top top dog in the school and gambling, is now a house pet. So she's kind of like completely emotionally broken because she's like, oh no, fuck. And it just goes about of like this girl going like basically being a demon. Like she gets like her eyes glow red and she's like, oh my god, gambling's so fun. <sighs> and like it's like that's fine, you know. So far it's a weird premise, but that's okay. And it I, I started noticing that. When the girl was talking about gambling, she was kind of, like, shifting in her seat and blushing aggressively. And being like, oh, 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 gambling's so good, mmm. And I'm like, oh, honey, you are barking up the wrong fucking tree right now. Okay, fine. (laughs) And, like, the ending credits. It just cuts to her tits. In a school uniform, of course, just jiggling back and forth. And then it zooms out and she's walking. And then it zooms in and it's her panties. And I'm like, look, why the fuck? If you want to make like a pervy anime, just make a pervy anime. I'm, I want to watch about the fucking gambling and the girl who collects fucking fingernails. 
<laughs> there's one of one of the one of the people she gambles against like she's she loses terribly and and she's got no money and she's like okay well you've got nothing left to bet with so how about you give me your fingernails and your toenails because i have such a good collection and no one will sell me oh, them okay and she's like yeah that's fine this, oh, good. this same girl. I mean, if I could go into a shop and offer them my fingernails instead of money, I'd do it. Yeah, but the not not like clippings. You have to have the whole thing torn off the nail bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Which oh. does happen later on. Oh, That's okay. fucking grim. <laughs> okay, yeah. Now I take it back. <laughs> yeah, not cutting. Yeah. Just having it torn off. Oh. But yeah, like it's 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 <laughs> more like you get changed, like. Yeah, <laughs> you just bite a bit off. So that's um, so that'll be uh, one point three fingernails. So you pull off one of your fingernails, oh. and then you get like your clippers out and clip the end off one of them. You got. I'm glad I grew this one out of it. <laughs> God dang it! Does it work like Bitcoin? Like one oh, fingernail God. is actually worth like ten grand. So that if you actually just want to buy some bread, you have to get like sort of tiny, tiny fraction. You have of to like you have to pull like bits of fibers out of nail files to be fair i think that fingernails would probably be a more stable form of currency well yeah also yeah, you know people would probably die because they'd be like oh, I, don't, I i need to eat but also i don't want to pull out my fucking fingernails <laughs> but yeah no i think it would be a comp- it's, it's i will say that those parts really do fucking take me out of it I, I anime s- is pretty bad for it at the best of times of just kind of going hey let's look at this 14 year old's butthole for a while and it's like um okay <laughs> maybe this is this is about like Karuta Could, well actually no the, the anime I've watched about Karuta is actually pretty good it's 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 not like let's linger on, on the nipples of 12 year old girls so it's, it's pretty good for that but like it's not like oh yeah this is like it's about Godzilla or whatever. Let's look at someone's fucking like vulva. That's like, you know, it's just it's. I, I think I'm just to the old to the point where this this isn't titillating. It's just fucking pathetic. I did see. It really is this fucking eye roll worthy. I did see like the intro and outro because you showed me that. The intro. I hate the song for the intro. I I don't mind it. I hate it so fucking much. Um, but the. Yeah, how gratuitously. It's fan It's the really fan servicey. Uh, which is it, like, even by the standards of anime. Yeah, it's just kind of out there. I mean, I'm kind of continually watching it just because I'm curious as to how much they'll fucking be weird about it next time, and just morbid curiosity. Yeah. And I hate myself. Do they always use the same form of gambling, or is it like a different no, no, game each time? No, no, they use different ones. So the, the first, the first type of gambling they use is like a um, it's like scissors, paper, rock, like Jankum or whatever mm. it is. Um, but. The students, like all of the other students present, they draw like a like paper hand or like or like a fist or scissors mm. on a piece of card, and then you get three cards, and then you have to guess what your opponent's going to put down. And yeah. it's luck of the draw which card you pick up. And and then there's like another one which is kind of like roulette. Um, there's Indian poker. So there is a lot of like different kind of games being played. So and they do they do kind of go through it and explain them all. So it's like okay, well, that's interesting. I, so I not only are you be uh, are you having this fan service aggressively pushed at you, they're I'm also in, in doc- gambling they're indoctrinating you into gambling. Oh, you couldn't make me gamble. <laughs> Gambling's stupid. <clears throat> it's dumb, and I hate it, and it's the worst. But yeah, like, so she's basically trying to take down the student council just because she likes gambling, and it's yeah, I'm kind of watching it just because I've got such a morbid curiosity of where it's going. <laughs> Because the conclusion is probably like, and all of the hot chicks have a big old fuck pile. 
that's probably what it's going to end up as. It's like nothing to do with gambling. It's fucking... Who cares? Let's just get the protagonist naked. Well, the protagonist is kind of just like this guy who's a bit useless. Really? He's the protagonist? Mm. I, Even though, like, Yumiko, the, 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 uh, the exchange student gambler, she's basically the main character, but it starts off with him, so it's a bit confusing. Uh, okay. And it so. does kind of follow him around. So I think he's just there so, you know, the, you can look through his eyes and go, look at all these hot women's. <laughs> Ooh, I saw underwear. It's like, oh, fine. <laughs> well done. Good on you. <laughs> so you said you're watching this on Netflix. Mm. Is it a Netflix show? It's a Netflix original, on... yeah. Okay. So is it made, it's not made in Japan? Uh, it's, it's all in Japanese. I think it might have been. Oh, okay. Because I, oh, okay, I think Netflix okay. originals, either they make it themselves... Or they, they're yeah. the only ones who own the license in the West. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they the, can say it's a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, but it's, but it's not. Though. Well, they're the only ones that, are, that own the license in the territory, which is why, that, yeah, um, yeah. like, Star Trek um, Discovery mm. is like a Netflix thing. Yeah. But it's actually made by CBS. In, that's the only yeah. way to access it in America. Yeah, yeah. No, licensing laws are fucking stupid. But yeah, that's what I think. That's what I suspect is happening. Okay, so. right. Okay. Uh, yeah, speaking of, like, Netflix anime, mm. um, I, I did actually, I forgot to mention, I did watch the. Um, Godzilla. Anime. Oh yeah, what do you reckon oh, of that? Oh yeah. How was that then? Yeah. Were panty shots, I hope. Oh, you got some good ones of Godzilla. Ooh, I I will not rest <laughs> until I see Godzilla's giant burgeoning radioactive anus. Yeah, raise this tail up. You got a good view of it. Oh, right up it. Oh, that's yes. a, that's a good cloaca that is. Oof. He's wearing stripy panties and everything. Hey boy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I can say is that, because um, it's set very far in the future, after humanity's left Earth. Oh, okay. And then come back, because it turns out, because basically Godzilla shows up, and, well, all the monsters show up, and Godzilla is the worst of them, and aliens also show up, and are like, can we hang out with you? We'll deal with your monster problem, but then they couldn't. Oh. So everyone just leaves Earth. If anything, I, if the Godzilla like canon has taught me anything, it's that aliens are always dicks. There's a couple of examples of non-dickish aliens. The majority are dicks. Most of them are dicks. And so everyone leaves Earth, and for the people on the ship, I think about... It's only something like 15 years have passed. 20 years, maybe. Um, but on Earth, it's like 20,000 years. For some reason. I don't particularly understand... And some reason that's not even particularly useful from a narrative standpoint. Although, admittedly, they could explain it thoroughly, but the first half of that movie is so unimaginably boring. Mm. <laughs> it's so dull. So fucking dull. The, la- the latter half of it, when they get to Earth and they start fighting um, the things that are left on, on Earth, which involve, you know, Godzilla. Well, um, that's, I'd be shocked if it didn't. Th- that's a lot more interesting. Um, and Because it actually has action and stuff, but... Um, it do, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, it does end kind of with a kind of interesting, interesting kind of thing, and I will be intrigued to see where they go because what they're doing with this is it's a series of feature length episodes, I guess. Hmm. So it's like a bunch of mini movies, yeah. sort of like how um, the first season of Lex was. I'm sure there's other series that have done that, but I am such. A uh, an awful person regards to my culture that when I think of things I will use examples like Lex. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I guess if you're into if you're interested in Godzilla, I'd watch it. If you're not interested in Godzilla, I very much doubt this is going to change that. <laughs> but yeah, um, is there anything else that you have done tonight? 
Well, I've been playing some D and D. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been pretty good. So we've had like three sessions since our last podcast. Wait, have we? No, no, we have haven't. We? But no. we just didn't talk about some of the other sessions because we had so much to talk about. Yeah, that's true. So we're going to talk about the rest of them now. You have to remind me which sessions we've had. So we've had. So we spoke about up to the end of the up to you doing your ritual. Yep, then, then that's where we left it. Okay. And then we have our little Christmas we adventure. We had a little snowy winter adventure, which was fucking okay. horrific in the best kind of way. So, it's a few days after we get back from, from Nathan's little ritual. Uh, for those who don't know, I play Nathan, Nathaniel Gallaholt, the warlock who hates himself and hates being a warlock. <laughs> Does he though? Does he though? He's also a bit of a lush and <laughs> uh, has great hair. I play Johnny, the dwarven barbarian, who also is kind of a bard on the side, but from a roleplay sense, not from an actual mechanical sense. Yet, I mean, maybe I'll take a few points. Maybe you're yeah. multi-class. Who knows? Maybe I'll barbarian him at some point. Hmm. Um, and then we also have our two other friends playing, um, Ash and Sarah, who play respectively Talus, the elven rogue, and... Who has an accordion. Yes, and Sora, the dragonborn wizard. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we have Drama the voice in the sky, who tells us, you really want to fucking do that? Otherwise Seriously? as a DM. As a DM, yes. So, uh, yeah, after after your... Your ritual that After we talked about ritual. in the last episode. We got back to uh, the town that we call home. Wyport. And we, we go back to the inn and Nathan tries to drink himself to death because he's sad. Well, yes, but the, the more important thing was... No, no, we're it, talking about Nathan now. No, we're not. Is that you! That was so fucking dismissive! <laughs> we're not playing now! You don't have to fucking, like, fucking shout me and chafe me this hard. Fuck, dude! I know, but the important thing for the whole narrative was that it was snowing when we got back, and it was supposed to be spring. Yes, I was getting to that. <laughs> who the? I am the only one who fucking takes notes. Fucking, you are reading my notes. <laughs> I'm not actually. Yeah, you probably can't read them because you're dumb and can't read. I can, in fact, read. <sighs> okay, get out of character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we're, we're, it's just so easy. <laughs> So, we're all hanging out in the inn, and we're like, it's kind of weird how, well, I don't think Nathan knows it's actually been snowing. Well, he hasn't been outside the inn. In days. In days. Yeah. So, they all, like, everyone's out, like, doing doing their bits and bobs. Talus has gone out, and she's just been staring at boats for a few days, and she's gone and bought herself a captain's hat, because Talus is just weird like that. And because Sora, <laughs> our dragonborn wizard, is a massive nerd, she's just decided to stay inside and read books. So... Everyone comes in and is like, have you noticed it's snowing? That's kind of fucking weird. And then we get a visit from a, a local member of the law enforcement that we're quite friendly with, Sergeant Symes. And he comes in and goes, guys, you fucking notice it's snowing? And we're like, well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so he, get, he he's talking about how the mayor would like to see us and how news of our exploits, you know, have kind of reached her because we're amazingly badass and fantastic in every single way. Mm-hmm. Or we're just incredibly noisy and won't shut up about our amazing deeds. Yeah. One or the other. And possibly. Possibly. So I actually got this, like, um, he wants us to speak to the mayor. Johnny dumps water on me. Oh, yeah, because you were so... Uh, Nathan had drunk so much... Over the course of trying to get over the fact that he's got 
a fucking eldritch horror inside of him. Um, that's He's full um, of evil fart cloud. Yeah, that he was, he'd spent the entire time just drinking. So to try and sober him up, I went and got a bunch of water and just poured it all over him. To be fair, he could have used the... Uh... <laughs> The, what is it, the Decan- decanter of endless water. But I guess you were feeling a bit lo-fi that day. I, 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 didn't, I didn't think that using a magical item... <laughs> oh, you, you didn't think that time using a magical item to just fucking try and drown me. I thought it was more... It, it was less of an effective thing. It was more of a symbolic thing. What? That you're not using the decanter? No, that I, I was to pour water on you to sober you up. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah. So we go and see the mayor. And she's she's a nice lady. Uh, Gwen Winterblaze. It should be noted that at this point, Sora had been th- had had um, done various checks against her knowledge to see if she knew what could possibly be causing it to snow, and it possibly being a white dragon was something that she, that, that had was occurred on the table. We, like, on the walk up we were talking about what we thought it might be and Sora was like no this really does feel like a maybe a white dragon like a young one's kind of venturing out and having a bit of a piss about and we start talking about like is it possible for dragons to be people like you know just talk about little things like that and like oh well, you know is it possible for <laughs> dragons to disguise themselves as people and like what else do dragons do and she's like well white dragons aren't they're still intelligent creatures but you know they they they, they tend to be kind of more animalistic and we we rock up and meet the mayor and she introduces herself as like Gwen Winterblaze and we're all like she's a dragon she's a fucking <laughs> dragon killer fucking oh my god it's her. And draw a mouse like, oh fuck, now that I've said it out loud. <laughs> it was just a complete coincidence, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she was named when I created most of the town, which was dramatically before I created this adventure. <laughs> and you just happened to meet her for the first time. During like the unnatural snowstorm that was blowing. Yeah. So yeah, she's she's heard all the jokes before. Yeah, no. She had the last few days of being like, No, it's it's not my fault. <laughs> It's just a name. It's just a name. Stop that immediately. <laughs> but she she basically gives us the uh, the lowdown and so, and is like, oh yes, I've heard you are people of some some renown. Help. Basically, that cliff yeah. yeah. There's some people we've sent some people up to where this seems to be originating from, like just across the, a, across a short kind of river and towards the the north of where the town is. Like, can you go up that way and see what's going on? Because we've already sent some people up there and they never came back. Yeah. Um, so we we agree to help. Yeah, uh, we um, get some nice fine winter coats. Yes, we do. Some wondrous winter wears. Will Wheaton's wondrous winter wear. And um, <laughs> making me roll ones. <laughs> making me roll quans, you say? Quans. <laughs> I apologise, everyone at home. That's a weird in joke we have. Yeah, yeah. So we we head on over to the docks and see if we can get like a boat to take us over. Because like the the, uh, the the water's starting to ice up and and we we want to kind of leave as soon as we can. And we come across a a very fine young lady called uh, Nira, I think her name is. Let me have a look. Yes, it's Nira. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I, in my notes, it's just Nira equals love heart. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will explain why. So we meet up and she's desperately trying to tar her boat, and we're all like. Hi, um, you want to maybe take us across the river? And she's like, she's this sweet, sweet, lovely lady with like fiery red hair, a side cut, 
and she's got like muscles and like everyone in the party is immediately in love with her <laughs> i think it, the way she was initially described was like it had been tailor made to appeal to the widest array of people's individual fetishes in the party <laughs> definitely <laughs> It was impressively tailored. Yeah, like like to the point where, like, seriously, do you have a do you have psych profiles on all of us, drummer Matt? Because I think you might. He's not denying it's okay. it. She, she, it's okay. She's not the big bad emboss. She fucking better not me, otherwise I'll just I'll fucking run my myself through on my own sword. I ain't fucking hurting her. I would die for that beautiful woman. Um. <laughs> But she needs it because you know all the uh, all the boats are leaving town because of the the river icing up. And she's frantically trying to tar a boat so she can get there before it's, it freezes solid. And so we agreed to help her tar her boat, which after is not Talus, a euphemism. Yeah, after Talus is just like tripping over herself, flirting with her, <laughs> and like because Talus and I have started doing this thing because we can both like use telepathy to a greater or lesser extent. So I'm just kind of we, we invented telepathic emojis. By just sending word like wink, so we're doing shit like that. Which honestly, I'm surprised, drummer Matt, you haven't killed one of us for yet. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Well, oh shit, is that why? Okay, I've learned my lesson. Please don't hurt me. So we help her. We help her tar her tar her boat so she'll take us across yeah. uh, across the river before she leaves, which will be which she's doing like the tomorrow. next morning. Yeah, which she's doing next morning. So. After we've uh, we've helped Tarabo again, not a euphemism. Not a euphemism. Uh, we um, we go back to the inn and uh, and sleep on it, and then we leave the next day. And the whole time, Johnny's not letting Nathan drink anything. Yeah, because <laughs> you're my dad now. Apparently. apparently, dwarf dad. Dwarf dad. He's really annoying. And so um, Nira helps us cross the river. All the while, um, Talis is awkwardly flirting with her. Awkward is the right word. Hey, so you like stuff? I like stuff. We were trying to be good, a good wingman, so I think my Johnny's the best wingman. It's like she killed a she killed a kobold. She's good. She likes knives. She likes Talus likes knives. <laughs> <laughs> like Nira's like okay, um, all right. But anyway, we get to the, we get to the other side of the river. We we walk for some distance as the blizzard gets kind of harsher and harsher. And we we wait for like uh, it's like three miles in like. Just over the like like knee deep snow, yeah. which is like chin depth for Johnny because he's about a foot tall. <laughs> and after like three miles, we there's there's like a big um, oh, what is it? Clear. Like, oh, it's like a big clearing almost, but where there's like no snow. Well, there's there is snow, but it's not falling. It's the and, eye of the storm, yeah. effectively. Yeah, and it's this huge fucking like ice spire in the middle, and we're like, yeah, that's probably where we need to go. Maybe. <laughs> either that or that's where fucking Elsa lives. Yeah, so either way, something's got to die, right? <laughs> People might have realised at this point, Christmas adventure, yo. Yeah. yeah. Just because just we didn't have time to play anything over Christmas doesn't mean it's not happening. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> so we, we head on over, and we as, as we approach, we, we've noticed there's a few goblins outside, and we're like, oh, shit, okay. Time to take down some gobbos. So we kind of we uh, we hide behind this like these big rocks and like chunks of ice. So we hide behind that. So so Johnny and Talus they're our they're, they're our melee fighters. So they they sneak up and get spotted pretty much immediately, which isn't that much of a problem because we nuke these poor fucking things. Well, the More thing specifically, is, Sora nukes these fucking things. Well, the thing is, we'd leveled up in the previous session, so our characters had all improved in their like ability to damage 
quite a lot. Like, mm. for example, yeah. um, I'd I'd gain the ability that I do two attacks per round now. Yeah. So my my damage had just doubled, as well as having more health and and things like that. So. Yeah, that means that if I pop my um, your rage bowler, my uh, frenzy, then I get like three attacks per round, which is uh, quite helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And yeah, Sora had meteor strike or whatever it is, like meteor. I think it's just called. Yeah, it's a spell. It's not in the actual player's handbook. It's in one of the extra. I can't remember which book it's in. It's in a supplemental, whatever it um, is. Yeah, it's in one of the extra books. One of the like properly made books. Yeah. So it's like a legit thing. Because she said, she said about it, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't heard of that." And I looked through, I was like, "That's not in the book." What does that? Where's that? Where have you got that spell from? <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you know, books." <laughs> <laughs> but no, she she basically just nukes a couple of them from fucking orbit, and we kill them all. Yeah. Like that spell is basically like in Dark Souls, the spells that create like little balls that spin around you, and you can yeah. fire them out at people. Yeah, so that, that's what that is. It's basically that, but with small fireballs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we just shred through them and just Zenyata with a dragon ball. Basically, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Dragon Ball. Dragon Born. I think I said Dragon Ball skin, which is a whole separate thing. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but yeah, we actually do that in that initial encounter. Without... I don't think any of us take any damage. We don't take a single point of damage fighting the goblins. There are only goblins, of course, but yeah, still yeah. to not even take one hit. We were quite proud. Quite pleased with that. And... Especially considering that we stumbled into it through kind of a botched uh, like <laughs> yeah. stealth roll. Like and that was where we ended the session, according to my notes. And the very start of the next session, which was Talus saying, the entire economy of Wyport, the city that this takes place in, hinges on Nathan's dick. There was context <laughs> to that statement, but I feel it's better not to include it. I can't remember what the context was, but and I don't <laughs> care, honestly. So, as, the, as we're looking around the goblins that have been killed by us... By us, because we're amazing. We, what, like, one of us, I think it was Nathan, um, goes up and starts to interrogate one because there is one that's still alive. Mm-hmm. And we find out that it, there is a dragon. Yeah, and the he goblet... starts cursing me out in, like, gobbo language, and I'm just like, I fucking care. And he's going to keep shaking you until you tell me something. And they have been, uh, they have been looking after um, the dragon. Actually, weirdly enough, I did mean to mention this, um... It was explicitly mentioned that the goblins were in some sort of interesting attire, like slightly colourful attire. Um, so I was wondering when that was first mentioned if the dragon was basically going to be Santa and the gobbos were the elves. <laughs> oh, they should have been. Oh, they really should have been. We killed dragon Santa. <laughs> that was what I was wondering if you were going for when I, when you said they were yeah. wearing like colourful things. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't think. I don't think no, so. it was. It was. I don't think it was colourful. It should have been, but it was just they were wearing robes rather than the usual goblin getup. <laughs> was was the difference? It was just described um, as being more ostentatious than you would normally expect. So. I, yeah, I, I just I had this feeling, and I was wondering if that was what oh, you were doing. That would have been amazing. <laughs> no, that I wish I did. Um, Sorry. <laughs> we also <laughs> apologise to the universe for not no, doing you, that. You That's should fine. do. You should do. <laughs> and then we 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 go into the into the tower after that goblin dies. Uh, after just confirming that, yeah, it is a dragon, and we find the remnants of the, uh, the scout party. The scout party yeah, that are just—they're like frozen in stalagmites. They're basically like maze healing ability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but but they're dead. But they're dead. And there's one like lying on the floor. I think we go over him and like I think we all roll ones when we search him. So we're like, well, there's probably a body here. 
Um, but then we start hearing um, footsteps coming down, some of which are quite heavy because there's like this tower is like got a, a like a spiral staircase running around the inside of it. But it's, it's very like, pretty town. But it's like blocked off, so you can't really see from one side of to the other. Um, but but we can hear people coming down this staircase. So we all do something that is very rare for us. We do so. We like engage in actual, legit, honest stra- strategy. This is very again not a common thing. We all we hide behind pillars because um, like these these huge like ice pillars, like, stalag- um, stalagmites. Tights hang from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just had a second there. I couldn't remember, but yeah, it's stalagmites. Um, we all got behind behind some huge icy stalagmite things. And from around the corner, um, there appears some goblins and a couple of yetis. Now, what we proceed to do throughout the combat is we would pop out from behind a pillar, hurl something at, at the enemies, and then dive back behind the pillar. Um, which was obviously very, you know, for the spellcasters. You started blowing fucking them. kisses at them. And smacking your ass. Well, yeah, I did because I wanted to. Because uh, like, <laughs> don't I think, justify no, no, that no, shit. No, no, that you you need to know the order of this thing happening for it to make sense. Oh my god, Greg! <laughs> There's the spider got back on the table. He's back on the table. Greg, fuck off, will you? We're recording. Go away. This podcast is dedicated to Greg. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> Please stay off the fucking table. I put him back on the wall. He should be okay. Um. So, like, as the... Uh, I think we, like, the first goblin who comes out just gets annihilated by the various things thrown at him. But the first yeti is getting close to where Talus's stalagmite is. So, in order to attract the yeti away, I hurl a javelin at, at the yeti and... Afrix... You critically miss. No. And then you... No, no, you do. And then you roll again and you do a really... You hit him really, really well. Oh, yeah, because I can roll. I can do have two attacks, so... I wrote it down explicitly that you critically missed because oh, it makes me laugh. I'm glad you did. I like remembering your failure. Oh, good. I'm too in character right now. Um, but I, as, I, as I hit it uh, to try and get, uh, you know, get its attention, as it looks over to me, I, I blow it a kiss and then dive back behind the pillar. Um, so it comes chasing after chasing after me. Um, and then as soon as it kind of gets close enough, then I'm, I'm able to... Because like, it's being pelted with spells and... Magical Meteors. arrows and all sorts of things. Um, by the time it gets to me, I can just then wail on it and just kill it in like one round of combat. You hit, you hit pretty well because it came running up to you, and you clipped it in the knee because it's quite tall, which made it slump forward. And then you basically golf swing, like golf <laughs> swing, and just fucking shear the top of its fucking skull off. And it whips. I think it whips past Talus actually. <laughs> and we're like, well, that's one yeti down. Uh, and a very a very similar thing happens with the second one and the remaining goblins. And again, we manage to, through actual use of honest-to-god strategy... For a change. ...do another combat where none of us got damaged, even one point. That was lucky. So Helped by extraordinarily good dice rolls yeah, by yeah. all of you, mm-hmm. and the opposite from me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that I'm not saying that didn't help, but I, I don't think we would have taken yeah, that no, much damage no. just from the way we'd set that up. Yeah, no, no, it was good. Now, that was... I was very surprised. (laughs) Not half as surprised as we fucking were. (laughs) Now, that was the end of things going well. So, as we send, as we've sort of, you know, checked out out the area, made sure nothing else was going to attack us, we start to to ascend the tower, or more accurately, we send Talus first. She's our scout, so she she goes forward... And has has a creep up the stairs about fifteen feet in front of us. 
She fails her stealth check pretty fucking catastrophically, alerting the entire spire to our presence. And the dragon, and so suddenly the dragon's booming voice is basically like, yeah, I know you're there, come on up, you fuckers. That's pretty much what he said, yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but... Mm-hmm. So we all we all go up and into like the area above and see a bunch of goblins all around this central daze that's got the dragon on it's it. It's got a fucking white dragon on it. It's it's like a young white dragon, but not super young, so it's not like what's it it's, a it's, it's not a um Is it a whelpling or something like that? The smallest uh, one? Wormling. Wormling, wormling, yeah. So it's like ones. it's it's very it's it's just probably graduated from wormling, but uh, and we're we're kind of like I'm horrified. I'm like, I don't want to fight a fucking dragon. Not one that's that big and bitey and horrible. So I like, so I'm trying to be very charismatic. I'm like, well, uh, uh, nice tower you got here. (laughs) Oh, please don't fucking kill us. And he's all like, he's being all bluff and, oh, yes, well, I I am so mighty. And he's, he's just giving us this big spiel about how fucking terrifying and how badass he is. Talus cuts him off. And goes, please, you're about ten. And he immediately goes, fuck it, and just fucking starts fighting, and just, oh my god. Combat begins. Combat begins immediately. Before (sighs) any of us are in any kind of combat position. Okay, so, all dragons have breath weapons. We're all huddled up in about 20 feet. We are (laughs) fucked. Talos is like, fuck you, you toddler bastard. And we're like, oh no. So yeah, it just fucking immediately is like right your shit. So and it's it smacks down really hard. It's like fucking it's just so mad with this injustice. It like smacks the fucking floor, letting loose a bunch of like icicles, like stalactites, and they fall. I get hit by one and it takes me down to 17 fucking HP. And I'm like it's not a very good start to a match. On the plus side, it also kills nearly every goblin that was in the room as <laughs> so, well. So, yeah, there was five goblins there. It kills all but one. And the dragon is fine, of course, because it's a fucking dragon. <laughs> yeah. So we're all like, oh, we're dead. And like, and like immediately Talos is like, oh, this is fine. We can deal with this. <clears throat> so... <sighs> Like sort because I I'm I've got a minus one to my deck so I I'm basically going second to last so I I don't have a chance to defend myself before the dragon just uses its breath weapon and hits me for thirty two fucking damage which is more health than you have in more total. health than I have in total and I'm just immediately unconscious Talisman um, like her dick immediately shrivels she's <laughs> like oh no I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you think? Oh my god, I'm in pain. Like, I could tell, like, because I was the one who was, like, immediately up front. So I took the breath weapon as well, but I think I'd had my turn, so I at least was able to activate my frenzy, so I would, I would at least mitigate some damage. Yeah, no, you managed to, to hold off. And Sora's hiding in, like, the, the, the stairwell. <laughs> She's not moving. So... Talus bolts out. She's like, oh my god, okay, okay, what can I do? Nathan's, oh my god, he's down. And I was like, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Why don't you sass the dragon again? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so she bolts over in a panic and basically tries to force feed me a health potion. Just like putting it in my mouth and smacking it on the back like she's trying to get ketchup out. <laughs> it didn't, like, yeah, she's like, fucking, fucking live, damn it, live! <laughs> Which I, it would have been hilarious if I, if she'd failed her role and she drowned me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then you get smacked by the fucking dragon. 
And it only hits you for, like, 9 damage, but that's, like, because you're currently, like, you're receiving half damage. Yeah, yeah. This thing is so fucking tough. I did at least manage to get it to sit on the ground. You did. You, you turn around, because we figured out it was a very prideful young dragon, so, so Johnny turns around and he's like, get down here, you fucking coward. And it's like, oh, right then, I'm going to, you little shit. I'm I think I rolled quite on well on the intimidation roll to be able to get that to happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. So this this whole ketchup like that Talos is forcing me to eat actually does work, and I, I regain eight HP. So I get back up and I'm like, "What? Fucking what?" <laughs> Soros keeps doing like flames and whatnot, and just we're all just desperately trying to kill this thing because, from basically the word go, we realize we cannot fuck about with this thing, which is a bit of a problem. Because we the, we opened up by fucking about with the damn thing. Yep. <laughs> so Johnny gets belted by one of the goblins, and then he gets smacked by the dragon again. Mm. You get knocked down to ten HP. Yeah, which which is crazy. Considering though. that to do that from physical attacks requires the original damage would have been over a hundred. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I've got oh, I've, I've got like fifty eight health or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember exactly. I I go over and I, I I cast something at the dragon, and it turns around, looks at me like it's so fucking mad, and it roars at me. So I'm mad too. So I roar back. <laughs> I don't intimidate it. <laughs> I think it maybe was just like it was like ah, oh, and I'm like yeah, I'm a dragon, wanker, kind of thing. So he just he just gets mad, madder. Um, I, I, I have a necklace of fireballs, and when I'm in a panic or when I'm really mad, I tend to use those. You've only got a few, uh, I've a few only got charges like, on that left, I've got you? like three charges left. And I decided to use one here because this is not fucking around. So, the, the, what was it? Doesn't it cast like level... It, just, it casts a fireball, it casts a fireball spell, spell. Which, is, which is a level three spell. It's a level spell. three spell, so it's pretty brutal. I throw it, and I, I, I usually have to throw them over my target... Because they have quite a big AoE. Because they have quite a big AoE. So I do that, and the dragon kind of watches it go, and he kind of turns around, because this is what they do, because they always think I miss. <laughs> like they turn, like he turns around, he gives me this, dude, you fucking miss kind of look, and then it fucking explodes and vaporizes the last remaining goblin. I did, I, it, it does catch him by surprise, and I do do a good amount of damage to him. He doesn't like that. <laughs> so he turns around, and he casts his breath weapon again. Yeah, which he just got back. Which he just got back. He incapacitates myself, Johnny, and Sora. Because we had... It was one of those points where I I wasn't paying attention to what you guys were doing so much. Because I was just up front, just taking the damage. You were tanking like a champ. Um, and doing as much damage as I could, which, you know, I'm getting three attacks per round, so mm. I do put out a fair amount. Yeah. And we're doing our best to, but, to hurt it. But, but I didn't notice. I, it was one of those things where, like, as soon as you started saying breath weapon, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I didn't realise we were so kind of <laughs> yeah, clustered we, together. Yeah, we were clustered yeah, the three up. Of you were... yeah. yeah. So we yeah. all get incapacitated immediately. Except for Talos, who's just stood there with three missing H- like HP. Literally, she's missing three HP and that's all. <laughs> and we're all lying there being like, mm-hmm, this is fine. And she's, she's like, oh shit. But luckily, at this point, the dragon's looking pretty worse for wear, and we're like, it can't have much left in it. Oh my fucking god, please tell me it doesn't have much left in it. So don't want to fucking TPK on this. No, because it, it was seriously so fucking close to us. Because 
Talus doesn't have like like she doesn't have the best armor class and she doesn't have the highest HP. So if it had fucking hit her, she would have been killed. We all would have just been fucking wiped out. So she's like, oh fuck, okay, what the fuck do I? Do? Oh my god, what do I do? So she what she does is leaps around the back of the dragon and scrambles up its its kind of like makeshift like raised chunk of ice that's been made as a throne behind she, it. She can't get up it. No, I'm saying she goes for it mm. and she slips. She doesn't. She doesn't pass her athletics check and she slips down. She doesn't botch though, so that's okay. I think like oh, what was it? It's it was still her turn. I think she could still use her ex. Like she could still do one attack, and that yeah. was all she could manage. So we are all sitting there with our head in our hands, holding our fucking breath. Like if she misses yeah, me, this, me too. Me yeah, too. yeah. Drama there because he doesn't want to see us dead. <laughs> DMs don't want to see their players die sometimes. <laughs> and we're like, okay, okay. You get one one attack, and if you miss or don't do enough damage, we are all dead. So, Ash is just fucking... Like, we're all clenching pretty hard. Rolls. Hits. Like, okay, doesn't crit. Like, oh shit, okay. Okay. Rolls damage. Gets... Yeah, no sneak attack, because there's no, no sneak attack. No, no sneak attack, no advantage. She gets nine damage. The dragon had eight HP. And we we fuck literally one point, and we fucking re- oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> that was the most tense I have ever fucking been playing D anD. d We were holding our breath. We were like, like when we heard the dice hit the table, we, we were all just like, oh god, please! <laughs> and we just fucking made it because of Talus's. I mean, albeit she did fucking get us into this situation <laughs> well i mean you were probably gonna fight it anyway no we absolutely were but it would have been nice to have like but, dif- de- like decent yeah. positions set up first but yeah so yeah she managed and then she runs over to me because i basically i turn around out of character go, if you get me up i can get someone else up because i have um spare the dying as, as, so it's like yeah just get me up and then we can both get another party member up so she runs over to me gives me another I, oh that's it she takes a health potion off Johnny and rushes over to me <laughs> and feeds me this health potion and then was, I think she takes Sora's and gives it to you and I, I, I revive I, I can't I can't like I can I stabilize Sora but she doesn't get up so I carry yeah. her out of there well that's the plan and we're like, okay, this is fine. While we're reviving people, we notice that little chunks of ice are falling from the, the top of the spire. And we're like... But there's also a bunch of treasure. But there's a bunch of treasure. There's like a bunch of frozen coins. And there's like... And we're like, ooh, we do like treasure. Ooh, that's pretty good. So whilst you're looking after Sora... I, I, I ask someone to take care of Sora. So I go and I, I basically I pull up the dragon's mouth and I put my foot on the bottom of its jaw and I hack out seven teeth. Because I'm like, fuck this thing. I am. <laughs> These are my teeth. And you hack off its head. Yeah, I take the whole head and put take it in, in our bag of holding. Put it in the hole. The hole. Yeah. And then we start, like, because um, I'm with Sora and you and Talos start digging out the treasure. I seem to remember I rolled crazy well on my ability to dig. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense as being <laughs> a mountain dwarf and all that. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I guess if you want to want to be like racist and stereotypical, yeah. that's fine. So we get a handful of treasure, but then we, but the, then the, it's really starting to come the down. Whole now. The whole tower starting to fall yeah. apart. So we start running down the the spiral staircase, which is falling apart. Like as we're running down, it's it. like crumbling, and like, like the fucking walls are just cracking and and splintering, and chunks of ice are just falling down. It's and, full on Indiana Jones. Yeah, so we're like we're tearing ass down there, and this because it's a big spiral. We can see the entrance as we're running down on the opposite side, but we still have to go all the way around. So we get, like, just above the entrance, but it's kind of too far to jump. And a big chunk of ice knocks th- knocks the stairs out, and we just we just fall. None of it, like, I don't think any, like... No, we all pass our athletics check on the fall. Which is good, because the amount of damage that would have done to us would have probably killed us. Yeah, because, probably. Yeah, we were all Because someone's on... got zero HP. Yeah. She's like over my shoulder. And both you and I were on, we were on well, less on, than ten. Well, I think I was on about five, you were on about six or seven. Yeah, something like that. So yeah. Yeah, and it was you were probably about fifty foot up. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe forty, fifty foot D D six damage per ten foot mm-hmm. drop, I think. So like five D six that probably probably <laughs> yeah. 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 It it would have fucking just killed half of us. But you managed to like properly like Legolas style surf a bit of ice down yeah <laughs> and then we get out and we keep going because we're like we don't know how f- which way that's gonna fall we don't know yeah so we just run and we run like to the edge of it and then we turn around and we watch it just disintegrate and this is one of my proudest moments as a player because I've been bit I've been kind of like wanting an inspiration point for a long time I really have and I turn around and I go ice work everybody <laughs> with all my broken ribs and fucking God, and I'm bleeding I'm just like ice work everyone and drama Matt's like inspiration point and I'm like worth it let me kill another dragon <laughs> so yeah we're just like we, we hobble back because we hope that Nira hasn't left yet and we, we hobble back to the side of the river and we're kind of like trying to wave her down and she eventually notices us, and she like she 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 comes on over, and she's like, "What happened to you?" And what's it? Johnny's like, "Talus killed the dragon." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay." Um, I think this is the hello? first time that I also encounter a very interesting thing that you can do, which is that <laughs> to prove this, I just went and got the dragon's head out of the hole, yeah. and was like, "Hey, look, I killed, we killed this dragon," which. Showing people a decapitated dragon's head seems to make people stop and pause in it what they're doing. It opens doors for you. It does open doors <laughs> because... Okay, so not to get too far ahead, we, we obviously Nira fair, takes we us... We go back and, yeah. and Nira's like, she agrees to a date with Talos. Which, to be honest, if someone's just killed a dragon, like... You kind of, yeah, you got to give them at least a try, right? Yeah, you're like, you know what, this, even if they're not my type, I might as well give it a shot. They've killed the dragon. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's I, I, myself. I take, I take Sora back to the the Nave Scroll, which is the inn we stay at. Yeah, and just my, to keep keep an eye on her. Myself and Talus go to the mayor's, like um, Lady Winterblaze's yeah, estate. Her, her, her like um, who's house not the dragon to basically say, "Oh, we've done it." Um, so the guards outside they don't they don't know that we've been sent off, and so they're like, uh, <laughs> "So what are you done?" We're like, "We killed the dragon." And they're like, wait, what? So again, I pull the dragon's head out, and they're just like, oh shit! No, no, no. I remember what that guard said specifically, and it fucking killed me. He went, ooh, eck! 
It was the funniest <laughs> fucking reaction to seeing a severed dragon. Ooh, heck. I was like, well, shit, yeah, fine. I mean, like, that, so that is an expression of surprise. So, like, so can we see the mayor now? And I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, of course. I'm just walking through this, like, mayoral... Yeah, the amount of horns swinging around showing anyone who'll fucking look. Like, some maid walks past, like, kill the dragon. She's like, ah, okay, fine. Do you want tea or not? So, of course, we we show we, we tell the mayor what we've done and we get a stupid amount of money it's like a grand like we've all we've all got so much fucking money now um especially because all the coins we got as well from yeah. the dragon's lair and... and we look through the items that we got and we got a couple of magic rings mm, i've got one of them which is like basically it means i can re-roll failed agility checks which is great because i have minus one to dex yeah <laughs> um and i i there's a a ring that like Makes a ram appear and headbutt people. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a kind of weird one. But and hey, I like I like doing the treasure. Sometimes you'll get specific treasure, but quite often, if it's just like a treasure hoard, I like like just rolling it on the treasure tables on the fly because then I don't know what you're going to get either. Which is quite, which is quite nice because I don't know what treasure a dragon's about to have find. Yeah. And I was so happy that one of the <laughs> things that rolled was a axe of the berserker. Mm-hmm. So I took that naturally. <laughs> so <laughs> something that is just a straight upgrade to the axe I was using, and is and gives you more health, and I think it Does improves. Does it give you your, an extra attack? Or? I, no, it doesn't give me no. an extra attack, but it gives me like a better attack rolls. That's I it. Yeah. I think I get to like a plus one to my rolls. Isn't it? Is it like plus like one per level or something? Okay. Uh, that gives me plus one health per level. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. So yeah, so now we've we have uh, after. Quite, you know, a relatively long amount of time, even if in terms of sessions, not that many in the grand scheme of things. We've played in many dungeons, and now we finally fought a dragon. It fucking mm. nearly killed us, but and we did it. Nearly fucking died, mm. but still, we did it, and now we can officially claim to be, you know, dragon slayers. Dragon slayers. I mean, to be fair, it was, it was a baby dragon, and we all nearly fucking died horribly. But the public doesn't have to know that. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, I will have to do something with that head and actually maybe just um, keep the head of the dragon. Okay. Well, what? I was thinking, like, what, what you did you do think I was talking about? You should about. take it to, like, an armor maker and, or, like, you know, a taxidermist and go, I want this made into a pauldron. <laughs> I want or this. Or a cod piece to really intimidate everyone. <laughs> I want this as a hat. I want this as a hat. Yeah, have it as a hat. <laughs> or you could turn, like, I don't know, make a loot out of its head. That's pretty rad, actually. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That one's for free. So yeah, that was our tale of high adventure and dragon murder, and how we all nearly died horribly. Even though this podcast is already quite long, we have apparently found out that no one gives a shit when they're long. Yeah, I appreciate the podcast is already pretty long, but we do have a lot of questions that we need to answer, because the last one was super long, so it's got a bit of a rollover. So, I guess just, you know what, Matt, just ask us all the questions. Go on. All the questions, and if it's too long, you can edit them out, and no one will know. No one yeah. will know. <laughs> Apart from the people ask, who ask the questions, I guess. And then they'll feel terrible inside, but it's your fault, Matt. And now I feel really us. bad. Yeah, okay. <laughs> First question. Um, cool. So, for last week's notes, I've got four pages of notes. Good luck. Don't worry, it's not... There's just two of those from last, last time. And we'll try um, We'll try and keep the responses right. quite sh- uh, short and snappy as much as we can. Too. Yeah, we'll try. Um... Okay, this first one I can't remember the context. So Vix has um, emailed us. Hello, Vix. And said, um, first off, they're saying, um, so this is presumably responding to something we've said on episode 44 or before. 
I can't even remember now. If you're responding to something um, specifically, can you put an episode yeah. number and the quote of what you're responding to? That would make our lives so much easier. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, because it's fine. So it says, as one of those miserable sorts that gets to occasionally toss some paint on stuff for the people. Snipe's little expose on the nature of a starving artist was very gratifying. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I remember, remember when that you said that, now. But, yeah. um, but also, they also mentioned that it's painfully obvious you're casual when it comes to paperclips. And I can't remember you talking about paperclips. Well, I haven't played it, so yeah, actually. You've no, 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 not the, not, not the game, the actual, the actual physical object. Oh, no, I'm a total paperclip nerd, um, yeah. No, like, noob, sorry. Um, yeah, as you can Exposed... a picture of something, something they'd made with paperclips, and basically... Um, it was a pretty epic 40k model oh, of a um, held together by paperclips. Oh, nice. So I can't remember what your claim to fame with paperclips was. I can send you the picture. I probably got one stuck in my nosy. nose at some point. That sounds like me. Oh, there we go. I've just sent you over the. So this one, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six pictures. I'm going to be sending you on Skype at various points in questions. Nice as reference material. Which for the listeners, you don't actually have to see to get the thing but I'll send it over to these guys so they can respond oh wow nah. that's pretty fucking rad um, actually entirely held together by thousands of paperclips Jesus apparently. okay excellent um, it's a thunderhawk by the way to mm. people at home it's very nice couple of questions um, have you have, have any of us seen the new um, Death of Hope trailer which is apparently a 40k thing oh that's the um, uh, <laughs> is that the 30k one uh, yes, it's um, arranged around Calf, I believe. Mm. Uh, yes, I've seen it. Um, looks quite hopeful. It's yeah, yeah but there's no hope because it's dead. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's a little a little short um, of uh, world eaters and ultramarines fighting. Mostly, it seems cool. Looks pretty cool. Uh, the models that have got for it, like the um, the Heresy era marines and like Contempt of Dreads, all look really good and. They're showing a bit more of like the uh, the civilians, um, like in scale with the marines fighting, which is inter- an interesting kind of perspective cool. you don't see very often. But yeah, looks looks pretty neat. I'll uh, I'll be very interested to see the final uh, final thing. Okay, Uh Two speed questions. Okay. Um, thoughts on using a Horus Heresy verse forty k as a mythos or theme, presumably for a game. I I, is that thirty k versus forty k? I. Yeah, I don't know what, I, what, what you mean. Yeah. Okay. Like, no, can, can you just, just read, read the question again? Any thoughts on the Horus Heresy versus 40k as a mythos slash theme? Oh, okay. Is this a Horus Heresy, like, story, like, like canon versus other 40k canon? Like, what would no, we no, like no. better? Do they mean, like, what, what do people like better? The Horus Heresy era or the 40k era? I, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not really sure what they mean, but it, if that's the case, uh, I like it when Space Marines. They both have. They both have their strengths. They do, like Space Marines. Screamy boy. Um, no, literally, that's I copied it word for word off the email. Okay. Okay, uh, and finally, um, what are your favourite types slash genres of games to stream as a group? Just curious, um, and they thought the, the cup, Cuphead Halloween one was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that was like one of my favourite streams ever. <laughs> I think my favourite genre of stream, considering I've done one, <laughs> so it's not the best. Yeah, but I don't have the best reference way, but my favourite type is drunk streams. <laughs> Honestly, I love drunk streams. They're great fun, and it just gives me an excuse to drink, which, as if I need one. I quite like um, things that don't require that much brain power, so you can just natter. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like Natter games. Um, That's a lot of fun. 
something like uh, Slime Rancher was a good one for that. Mm, yeah. Because um, I did that with Longfang. Mm. Um, so yeah, we were just able to talk because basically I'm just able, because I've played the game a lot. And it's a fairly basic game mechanically, yeah. so yeah. No, I, I do really like the the have have a little bit of a drink, don't get drunk or whatever, you know, just have a bit of a drink and have play something kind of easy and just just chill out with chat for a bit. Yeah, I, like I, I quite like doing that. Yeah. Or alternately, I, I I remember one stream I did really enjoy was um, when I went through and beat like the last four or five bosses of Dark Souls 3 on, on, on stream. You know, the some of the harder ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something you don't have to think about, right? Yeah, um, something that you can just, like, breeze through. Oh, that was that was a very different type of stream, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say, yeah. S- simple games are usually quite nice, because you get to chat. Mm. No, I hear that. I also like the ones okay. when drama mats in the country and everyone makes up, like, this awesome, like... Stories about War Master Ruth or Ruth the Betrayer. <laughs> that was fucking amazing, and I yeah. love it. So the ones you like are the ones when I'm in the country because of who I bring with me, not because it's me. <laughs> oh, no, kind of. Thanks. No, <laughs> no. Okay. I, lo- I love on. having you both there. It was great. <laughs> Moving on, War Boss Gazantooth asks um, if there's any chance we'll see a live stream of 40k, either real life or one tabletop sim. Um, unlikely, I, unlikely. I as a stream. Live stream, very unlikely. Live stream, a video, probably. A, vi- a video is something that Eventually. honestly we've been meaning to do for years, and we've been promising to do for years, and it's yeah. just sheer logistical things that we haven't done it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. going to happen. So it's, it's just, just on the back burner for now. Yeah, yeah. I do. I think I mentioned I do have tabletop sim now, so nice. at some point we should have a go at doing a battle on that, yes. and then have a think about how it might work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Um. Next question, uh, Omar. Um, hey guys, could you share your thoughts on the Imperial Guard, um, such as the models like the infantry and vehicles, collectors and players, how a guard army plays, law, blah blah blah. In gen- general thoughts on the guard. I think the guard are pretty cool. Um, I, the only real encounters I've had with people who play guardsmen are people who do like turbo tournament kind of cheese. And I, I, I hate... Omar is is a guard player before you... Okay, no, I'm saying that there, there are certain types of players, like the ones... like I've, I've encountered a few at like Warhammer World, who they'll have like, oh, here's my 48 Lehman Rust tanks, and fuck you. And it, that, that kind of tournament build does bug me, because it's all about having fun, guys. Can't we just have fun? Yeah, yeah. My, like, the only time I've ever played against an Imperial Guard player was in a friendly tournament friendly. and it was the the GW employee that was running it and it was like a 750 point list and they put three Lehman Russes in it and it's like well I don't think that guy should have been allowed to win I just kind of squir- squirreled them at the edge of the board so it was just the 14 armor facing me and I'm like well what can I do about that at that <laughs> point range I'm not going to have anything that can do that well against that uh, wasn't it after he thrashed you we dropped out anyway yeah so yeah, that's that's like one of my very few experiences with yeah. guard well, in tournaments anyway. But from a, a law perspective, I kind of like them. Like, well, I like the, I yeah. love them law wise. Mm. They they're fucking badass. Like they do all the shit. Like they get sent to do worse things than marines do, and they get none of the fucking credit. And they've got none of the abilities. They've got none of the abilities. So like you know, <laughs> the, the marines show they've up. Got ability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You go, little guardsman. No, no. I mean, compared to like a marine. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're, like, they're just they're just people. No, I'd, I'd, love a guard. I'd love a guard army. I think I think there's something really wonderful about Imperial Guardsmen. I think they're just really cool, and it sucks how hard they have yeah. it and how they never get any credit for anything. Maybe one day I'll go back and 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 carry on with my um, sort of half made um, Imperial Guard army. There's actually a renegade Cornate Guard Guard army that I was making, but cool. um, but yeah, <laughs> the Guard are good. Overall, yeah, I'd love like a guard them. army, but I don't have the patience to paint that many dudes. Yeah. And I'd want a troops, but I wouldn't want just as many tanks. Yeah, tanks no. are cool, don't get me wrong. Tanks are but cool, but yeah. I want a lot of dudes in said tanks, but I don't have the time to paint them. I do have the time, who am I kidding? <laughs> but I, but I don't, don't have the effort to. to paint them. I just don't want to. Okay, moving on. Completely um, random question. An unnamed person asked if we've seen the film Waterloo. No. Waterloo. Which is apparently, I have not seen it, I mean, we, the, the few bits he said, it's a Russian film. Okay. And it has either 15,000 or 25,000, they weren't sure, Soviet soldiers as extras. Oh, So cool. they have huge scenes with ridiculous amount of people and no CGI. That's actually pretty rare. It's all just like they have a ridiculous amount of extras. Okay. Um, I, I, I will about at least... A bat- about, about the Battle of Waterloo, surprisingly, surprisingly oh, enough okay. from the name. Okay, um, that sounds like something so that... Presumably the Soviet soldiers are not dressed as Soviet soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> because, um, but yeah, no, it sounds really interesting. Oh, that sounds um, interesting. I haven't had time to check it out. Um, well, yeah, but yeah, sounds it interesting. sounds cool. Um, right, that's all the backlog we've got. We're okay, cool. <laughs> now the ones that I checked this morning, because I totally check these far in advance of recording. Um, honest. <laughs> <laughs> I really should because I I just get to the pod day of podcasting and I'm like oh check the emails and today we had like twenty five emails. Okay, so that's the end of the backlog uh, to this week's questions. So Leon asked if you guys in the band were the different Primarchs, which ones would each of us be? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Dicko would be Mortarian. Is is that because of the poo thing? Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd obviously be Ross because I'm a big shouty idiot who runs at things without thinking. <laughs> I'm not hearing a disagreement. I'd probably be Dawn because I'm quite dull. <laughs> no, no, you're you're a serious yellow daddy. Uh, yes. I'm trying to think of who Drama Matt would be. Uh, Vulcan. Vulcan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely Vulcan. Oh, no, no. Um, probably um, Ferris Manus. Ferris Manus, you reckon? Oh, yes. With his cold ass hands. <laughs> With his cold ass hands. I don't have ass hands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just show up as a ghost form and tell us that we're all weak. Zoe would be Zoe Magnus ne- the Red. Zoe would definitely be Magnus the Red. Denton. Denton is Horus. Yeah, I can go with that. That's fine. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Warm after Denton. Okay. <laughs> okay. Next up, a curious cog boy. Aww. First up, because apparently we asked for pictures of dogs, and I can't remember doing that. But we've <gasps> no, got. No, I few. always want pictures of dogs. Um, sent us a picture of, it, of of their dogs. Oh, I want to see the puppies. I've I've sent I've sent the picture through. Oh, they're skinny boys. There are t- there are there are two. Look like greyhounds, possibly, or some sort of skinny lurchery greyhound type thing. I think they're, they're lovely. Well, thank they you for the lovely. dogs. They are good uh, dogs. Um, the there's a few more of those, just, to, just spoilers, but there's a couple more of those. That's, that's fine. Um, quick question um, from them as well. Um, what are your genuine opinions on the Mechanicum? 
um, from from law and gameplay perspective. We never dealt with them on gameplay, never. Um, so I couldn't say anything about that. Law wise, I think they're interesting. I haven't read too much about them, although I have recently bought the book Mechanicum, mm-hmm. so I will be reading about them relatively soon. I think they're okay. fun. Scary, but fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, Farseer uh, Farseer Shanus again. I got compliments on the pronouncing the name, which is why I got it wrong then. Um, <laughs> okay, you're just being a spiteful. Um, so he, they, they were the person who asked about um, different thoughts and different um, armies in 40k, and then we went on off on a um, big anti Eldar rant. Effectively, <laughs> um, I forgot to show you the photo they sent. Um, with it, with the initial question, which could have either put us off or persuaded us more to insult the elder. Okay, no, that's, that's, um, that's, that's made me see the error of my ways. That's a very good picture. So, just so um, just so people know, it is a picture of. Uh, I don't know if it's them, but it's uh, yeah, someone dressed up as an elder um, with "Merry Christmas," lounging dirty. very, yeah. very uh, regally on yes. a couch. I'd say. But yes, "Merry Christmas, Dirty Monkai" or "Monkey." <laughs> I, I, I prefer monkey, it. but okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so yeah, I probably should have mentioned that before we went on a big <laughs> anti-Eldar. Um, they have a couple of quick questions. Sure. Um, have we played any D&D video games? I oh. um, played... Uh, Neverwinter Nights is based on D&D, like mechanically, yeah. right? I played Baldur's Gate it for is. like 10 minutes and got really angry at it. Oh, I played Baldur's Gate not when it was brand new, but when it was like pretty new. I think, you know, Baldur's Gate 2... I think I played around when that came out. I, mean, I played it when and I, I was didn't. I didn't really realize it was. Didn't really realize it was anything to do with D and D because I didn't really know what D and D was at the time. Yeah, I, I did play some. But of I enjoyed the game. Hit one as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neverwinter. I also played um, on the PS2. This was um, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance and Dark Alliance Two, hmm. which was a hack and slash type thing, but it was beautiful at the time. PS2 game, it was beautiful. It had like amazing like water effects when you went through water, and it was just a top-down hack and slashy type thing. Yeah. But I really enjoyed those. Mm. They were really highly recommended. They they might not have held up well. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but at the time, not. they looked amazing. Yeah, I um, can't say I, I can't say like a lot of the old D and D games were really my thing. I did uh, briefly play D and D online. Oh, um, where you you had looking for ham. Yeah, that was one and of would the lay most. on tables. Uh, yeah, I played as a Warforged, which are like the big golem things. Yeah, that sounds oh, like nice. I didn't play it very much, because um, I, I think I had a shitty internet connection at the time, so those were sort of a little bit beyond me, for mm. the most part. But I, I gave mm. it a go, and I was like, yeah, it's fine. I much prefer actual D&D to most of the oh, video game adaptations yeah, I've ever played. Yeah, honestly. yeah fair enough. Uh, a final, uh, also D&D related question. Um, how do you, so presumably me, how do I keep your bumblefucks slash murder hobos alive given none have healing spells? Okay, I'm not a murder um, hobo. <laughs> referred, no, I was going to say, first thing off, you, you guys are the polar opposite of murder hobos. We are procrastination Percy's. Yeah. <laughs> bumblefucks is, a quite, is, is, is not an entirely Stop inaccurate description. Stop giving him words to describe us, guys. No, 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 no that, that, that was a word they, they suggested I know, to I'm us. telling them bum- to stop giving you yeah. words that accurately describe <laughs> us. If it's not heroic um, or fantastic, I don't care. I, it, it, in response to the question, refer to the conversation 20 minutes ago, in that I barely do. Mm. <laughs> and then they have to find healing potions off each other just to stabilise themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
they've so far killed one character and brought two to unconsciousness and they're at level two which to which i would say what level two you only have like 10 hit points or something it's so easy because you if you're going it's just a bad dice roll is enough to kill you at that early level yeah. and as you get higher up i think it gets less easily to die because of bad you have to get consistently bad dice rolls to die whereas early levels one hit that if like you're fighting a goblin that crits you and then rolls max damage on both crit dice that's most first characters first level characters dead yeah and there's nothing you can do about it so i think as you get higher levels it does get easier to not accidentally kill your players your players <laughs> players players um but yeah none of you are healing which is interesting but then yeah as a rule you don't in battle healing is usually a bad idea usually just using your actions to kill the baddies is better yeah. the one exception to that being yeah you nathan when you died in the like the first turn yeah and i was like okay and you were you were saying like don't bother just keep fighting and i was like just as a sl- slight out of character note this character it's, it's a hard battle for four people if there's only three of you well the i was worried that someone would helpful. come over and help me up and then they'd get fucking sandblasted as well so i was like oh yeah. Um, but in general okay moving on um uh so caleb asked um what your thoughts were in regards to fan fiction and how long but more specifically how long do you think a good fan fiction would be well i mean it it depends on what it is sometimes a story needs to be long as the story needs to be yeah well that's what they say they 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 said um their story is, is a harem story involving the Adeptus Podcasters guys that is dedicated to Magnus in an anime high school. Oh God! In 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 the warp. Oh, good, oh good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm glad that. There's and a they high don't and they don't want to push the gimmick too far, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is is probably good advice. I, I would say, inwardly, you know how long a story should be, and Some, you'll yeah. feel when like when you're writing a story and you get to a certain point and you start feeling like yeah it's going to end soon, just end it there. Because padding it out, like everyone will know, and it won't. It won't be to this like to what it won't be naturally what is for the story. I mean, I can't speak much for writing fiction, but as a general rule, because I've written a lot of scripts, um, when you write something, once you've like written the first draft of it, usually remove at least ten percent of it, <laughs> up to like a quarter of it, and you probably get something that's tighter. Well, yeah, editing. Yeah, but I'm saying, um, like, in the initial kind of thing, just write what write what you feel, and then go through and kind of be a little bit, a little bit harsh with it. Yeah, is this necessary? Yeah, you have to yeah. try and emotionally disattach from it and be like, is this really necessary? Because you might love a scene, but it might not actually contribute anything to the story at large, which that is the hardest part. Hmm. But no, yeah, I guess wing it. Yeah. How long does a story need to be? As long as it needs to be. Yeah. Okay. Good advice. Good advice. Fantastic Moving advice. <laughs> Eric Dutenhaver um, sends a picture of of their dog called Finn. Okay. Oh, what is I'll, puppy? I'll send you the picture. It's another adorable dog. Oh, that's a good puppy. That's a good dog. <laughs> He's doing big sleeps. I love that puppy dog. And they they have a question. They they say, um, "Have you ever gotten to the end of a video game and hit a difficulty difficulty spike so high that you never actually finished the game?" Um, they did it with um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Mm. They said it was pretty good, but to beat the final boss, 
you had to they would have had to grind another like five hours oh, and they just thought hell. nah fuck it no nah, that's fair <laughs> i wouldn't say that i've had that I, i've had something similar with mgs2 all those years ago where i because they have like a, it has like a new game plus where you can change difficulty on your new game plus and i went through from uh very easy to european extreme and I got to European Extreme, and I was I was breezing through it, I was doing fine, and I got to Fat Man. And I am still stuck on that fight till this day. <laughs> that save is fucking bricked. I can't I can't do anything with it. I should have alter, I should have alternated my saves, but I was I was like fucking fifteen. That was a that was a bit, a bit yeah. beyond me. So yeah, that I have like a whole save that I've, I I went through. I, I was getting getting all the fucking dog tags. I was getting all that. Yeah, no, fucked it. So that that's that's the closest thing I think I have to that. But I guess I just don't play that many hard games. <laughs> um, the closest I can think of, because um, I've not, I can't think of anything offhand. Because usually, like, if a game is, I, I've I've really encountered that. Well, the final boss is is like so merciless. I haven't been able to beat it. Usually, a game that is that hard, I would have usually given a bomb on before. <laughs> Um, the closest I can think of is something like um, Penance from Final Fantasy X. Oh yeah, fuck that. Which is not the final boss, but it is the it's hardest. Optional. It's the, the hardest optional boss in the game, and I've beaten every other boss, all the Dark Aeons, everything else. Um, but I had uh, that's the one thing I hadn't beaten, and it, it, I just kind of looked at it, and it's like I'd basically have to restructure the sphere grid for all my characters and redo everything, and I just went, yeah, fuck it, I'm not doing that. You ever go for Ruby Weapon? I, I've kind of half-heartedly tried. That's the only thing in Final Fantasy VII I've never beaten. I spent is, like yeah. a week trying to take it down and just basically just kept hitting a dead point. Because what it does is, like, the moment you start, it just removes two of your characters. Yeah. That tends to be it. It's less of the um, the, the final bosses. It's more like the ludicrously hard optional bosses that yeah. I get to a point and go, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, drummer butt? Um, yeah, I can't think of any examples, to be honest. Mm. Um... There's a couple of games I've played and I've kind of got bored, um, and stopped for that reason. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, no, I can't think of any off the top of my head that I've stopped because they got too hard. There probably is. No, I'm, there's probably one I, I I just can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, we we'll remember as soon as we finish recording. Oh, yeah, of course. Of war, we always. <laughs> um, next up um, from Aben, Aben, a book suggestion. So no question. Okay. Uh, have you heard Dark Matter by Michelle Paver? I have not heard of it, but I have now. Um, apparently. So the gist is it was set just prior to World War Two, and it's basically a ghost story in the vein of M.R. James, who I also don't know who that is. Uh, we're not, I'm, um, I'm not that well-read. No, I'm a bad person, probably. <laughs> so it follows Jack Miller, a radio operator, who is part of a team taking geological and meteorological readings in a remote part of the Norwegian Arctic called Gruhaken. As winter draws in, it becomes clear that they aren't alone in the long dark. Oh, oh. my god! Yeah, Patty, it's a sp- spooky and atmospheric. Honestly, as fuck. I that sounds really that sounds like a me book. It does sound more that like really a me book. Than okay, me book, but... no, thank you very much for that. I'm actually going to go check that out because I want to be scared about the about the grey grey block <laughs> about the grim lock. <laughs> No, that, that sounds fucking rad. It's like that fucking that Spanish horror movie about a bunch of soldiers in the trenches that I had to stop watching because it was too too boring. 
It's like, but the premise is fucking perfect. Like, I love like World War Two spooky shit, or like World War spooky shit, because it's like technology isn't at a point where stuff is as easily explainable. Yeah. So yeah, you you can't and, just get your phone out and, you, and turn the torch on and take a picture. Yeah, and yeah. you can't just phone someone up going, "Hey, there's a fucking ghost in here" or whatever. You can't phone up MTV. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just. I think it's because it's a different world that's so much more isolated. It's so much more scary. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm really really interested in that. No, thank you for that. that that's very cool. Okay. Mm. Uh, next up, Inquisitor Jaboa. Uh, couple of questions. Yeah, First up, Jaboa. No, no, <laughs> wink, wink. Say no more. What What do you guys think of the Eisenhorn Eisenhorn model? I well, we gotta own it. I, yeah, we we are on a bound to own yeah. a Greg. I I do I do like <laughs> the Greg. Uh, it looks really good. Um, it does look good. Looks like a really good sculpt. Mm. I like it. Yes. Yeah. yeah they they're definitely going to get one. Yeah. Apparently, so definitely, it's a good idea. Good old Greg. Uh, next, they say, um, first up, what's your favourite PC game of all time? Which is a big question. Um, <laughs> um, but I think more to the point, you can answer that as well. But they just said they've bas- they've got a new PC and are looking for suggestions, basically, okay. for games to play. Well, my favourite game of all time is Final Fantasy VII, and that does have a PC port, so does that count? <laughs> They've got a new computer, which is really funny, because yeah. I was going to suggest Blood, because that's, like, one unit of Blood, which is, like, so fu- I f- oh, God, I fucking love that game. Um, you, you've never mentioned that before. I what know. Is this game? Oh, it's a first-person shooter, yeah, you, on the fucking building. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I would say maybe for a new computer test, Blood and Final Fantasy VII are probably not good <laughs> okay. tests. That'll test that they sent some of the specs through, and that'll definitely not at all test any of that. No. Uh, Far Cry 3, I really, really like Far Cry 3. thought that was really good. Um... The problem is is that a lot of like modern games that will test it are released on all platforms now. So, yeah. hmm. But I mean, I, I would never play an FPS or a shooting game on on a console because I well, just yeah. I just become too accustomed to it. Um, yeah, like Sniper Elite V. Uh, what's the latest one? Four. Four. Sniper Elite Four is good, and that's really pretty. That's, that's, yeah. You do shooty bangs. Uh, Honestly, that's kind of, it's kind of a, a funny one because most of my favorite games are available on PC, but they're not exclusive to PC. I guess like um, Binding of Isaac Rebirth. That'll really, really push the new specs. <laughs> but again, again, that, that's more, even though that did come out on Solitaire. Multiple, that's a good one. Even though that came out on multiple <laughs> systems, that's that still was like a PC game initially. So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, congrats on your new rig. Finally, their last question. They say they're massively into Eighth Edition. Cool. But basically, no one else at their school does. Well, they're wrong. Um, and they go to a boarding school, so their friendly local gaming club is the other side of the country because that's not. Where they are all the time. Oh, oh dude! So basically, this has said, "Please help." Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I assume they want suggestions rather way. than rescuing. Yeah, it's gone to pick you up from school. Yep. Um, I don't well, know. I, I do want to try playing. To adopt you. <laughs> We're not adopting like podcast listeners. Oh. I guess I really want precedent. to try playing a game on um, tabletop sim. See how that goes. Yeah, I, I recommend tabletop simulator. It's not particularly elegant, but it does the job. I guess you can probably find someone to play like that. It is, it is a tricky thing if no one wants to play the edition that you're that you're used to. I mean, I guess all you can do is try try and get a few people to play some games, and then um, try and find like the way that they would be more comfortable playing that particular edition. Mm. I don't know. It is it is a funny one. It's a one. very tricky one. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really have any particularly helpful advice there. I'm afraid. Yeah. 
No, I guess if there is literally no one to play with there, just do it online, like how we do with D&D. It's not perfect, but it's better it's than nothing. It's something, yeah. yeah. Um, and you can find all sorts of people online, who, and some of them aren't, like, creepy. Some, yeah, of, them. some of them on our <laughs> Discord. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're on to the last page. Two people left. Okay. okay. Some guy camping. Um, okay, is what, that a statement? <laughs> that's, that's the name. Okay. Oh. Um, what advice would you give to a new YouTuber? Besides an upload schedule. Uh, They've just started their own gaming content and want to improve. Don't expect to make money. <laughs> like, that's just that's just the way it goes. You, you might be lucky and become, become like, super rich and famous, and that's great. Um, apart from a schedule, uh, just keep making videos. Keep, experiment. Keep, keep making videos. Experiment. Do things that you want to do. Don't try and do things that you know will get views. Although, if you want to do that sometimes, that's fine. Uh, and just don't, don't try and don't don't try and be anyone else. I know that sounds like I'm like oh yes, being very judgmental, but none of us can really help it because we are all amalgams of people we care about and we have cared about over the years and things we like. So yeah. you you will accidentally copy a couple of other people's formats or or like maybe oh this person has a catchphrase I'll have a catchphrase but you know like just try as hard as you can to just be you because that's what makes you awesome and that's why people will watch not because they want to see an impersonation of someone else they like you yeah basically don't try and imitate some imitating someone else's style like down to the T is not is is just gonna it's just gonna come across like a a, a pale imitation of someone else, but ha- your style being sort of a mixture of multiple other people's. Yeah, like having a mixture of influences. That I think that's the key word is influence. Like um, the regular Snipe and Whip play series is like originally kind of started as a sort of combination of like a regular Let's Play. Mixed in with Channel Awesome kind of style editing. Yeah, and um, (laughs) what's his name? Um, Is it Kriken or Kriken are you supposed to pronounce it? I think you're supposed to pronounce it Kriken. Um, But his sort of very highly edited reels was Mm. sort of a very, like, an inspiration for that kind of format. And then we sort of took, yeah, thing from like more kind of review style videos, like the kind of editing style. Mm. And that sort of informed a lot of the editing jokes yeah. that ended up in, in the videos, and it gradually just became its own little weird format. That's the thing. You, the, from where you start and to where you'll be in, say, six months will be radically different. Yeah. So don't worry. Just keep at it and keep doing what you enjoy. And don't worry about trying new things. Sometimes they'll work, sometimes they won't work, but yeah. at least you've tried. And usually something that you'll really, really, like a video you'll really, really like and think is fantastic, no one will watch. But the one that you spent ten minutes on is the one that gets a million fucking views. Yeah. Yeah. If you can put like ye in it or something, that's <laughs> what you need to do. Also, don't put ye in it. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to Trauma Matt. That's my number one YouTuber like tip. Don't listen to Trauma Matt. <laughs> yeah, but my my channel's so successful and popular. What channel's yours? We'll link you. Just link the just just link the email address. That's my YouTube channel. <laughs> oh god. Um, finally, we've got to the very last person, and they did not have a question. They just sent a picture of their dogs. Okay. Okay. Can I help? <laughs> so we have two more dogs for you. This better, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who was this person <laughs> that sent us dogs? What was their name? Um, Walker Rollins. Okay. Thank you sent for your dogs. Two dogs. There's there is two dogs. The grey one is Romulus, and the black one is Remus. Good. 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 You'll get them eventually. Yeah. <laughs> they're, also, they're brothers. 
They're brothers and they were found by the roadside and they've adopted Aww. them. Oh, and now they're doing really well. Good on you. Bless those puppies. And also, I will say, um, like, you can start sending us dogs. We're going to start, we're going to open a P.O. box. Send us your actual dogs. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> the mailing address is sent to P.O. box. Send us your actual dogs. <laughs> actual dogs <laughs> that's all you have to write on the envelope is P.O. Box send us your actual dogs just like <laughs> just sellotape that an envelope with that on it to the side of the dog <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it'll fit in the post box <laughs> don't jam it in the post box the dogs know what to do yeah. the dogs are fine the dogs oh will God. find their way those are some gorgeous yeah. dogs though they, they are, are I love those dogs um, also if for next time now we've got the backlog out of the way if you want to send us a question you need to send it to only drummer Matt at snipeandwib at gmail.com oh every time I hear it it's like that was such a fucking stupid idea I know I know <laughs> but it's great yeah um, so that's all the questions and emails sorted out then it is good good So my conscience is clear good. I mean that we've had because th- I would go through and I do reply to nearly all of them um, apart from the um endorsement deal we were offered i didn't reply to that because oh. it was blatantly scam well, <laughs> what was it an endorsement deal for um their lifestyle brand oh um which all of the links to their website linked you to like some like properly dodgy link and if you just typed in their actual website it didn't exist oh so, <laughs> so i was like hmm. so we got an endorsement deal from a virus yeah Yay! <laughs> Okay. It, it opened up with almost literally word to word. I, I, um, we are very fond of your YouTube channel slash blog slash. <laughs> they content. didn't even delete were applicable. <laughs> Fucking hell. Pretty much. It's yeah, like we it get was... a load of scam ones from set like from people on SoundCloud going, "Hey, hey, the misanthropon. We heard your latest track on. Like, we heard your latest song, <laughs> and we think you need a record." You're like, really? The 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 two hour rambling. <laughs> You thought that was a good deal. bit of I music. want this on vinyl. I didn't realise this was a thing that I wanted. <laughs> oh, it's just got such more... It's just much it's more of a warm sound. Nice tone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Christ. Oh, um, fucking hell. But anyway, yeah, endorsement yeah. deals aside, we should probably wrap up. I think so. Yes. So... Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This has been another quite long one, I'm afraid. but it's probably okay. <laughs> yeah, we're out of practice at keeping them short. It's fine. People don't seem to mind, so it's okay. People like them long. People like them long, yeah. don't you? You at home, you like them long. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. This, I'm so glad we we've ended on such a fucking high. Such a... Why? It's like we love you guys, but why do you listen to this? <laughs> no, that's the thing. No one gets this far through it. Oh no, that's, that's true. it. They that's love true. the first like fifteen minutes. Super fucking good. Anything further than that is just blast. Like no one cares. Yeah. Blasphemy. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I tune in out anyways. Yeah. So fine. goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.